Welcome back, everybody, to Phil's Recap and Review, Game of Thrones, Season 6, Episode 2, Home. Fuck, he's home, he's back. Jon Snow's fucking back. Motherfucker, ah! I'm drinking a beer. I have to drink a beer. Let's toast it. But that's not even the only place to start in this episode. That's that's a small part of what, honestly, uh, for my end, was one of my favorite episodes of Game of Thrones in a long time. Since Hard Home, anyways. Definitely amazing. A lot of great stuff happened in this episode. A lot of theories, crafting can come from this episode. Just a, a ton of fun. And we want you guys to join us. You can call in. We have a new call in line. You can look at it right down there. 914-205-5689. Check that out. But I'm not alone tonight. I have with me the motherfucking chat. The motherfucking chat's in there. We have the motherfucking chat. Hey, everybody. Hey, Al. Timo. Silly Rabbit. Bionic Flux. So many people. We have two chat rooms open. We're also in the spoiler room in the Discord if you want a slower chat room. But holy shit, we are fucking here tonight. This was such a crazy episode, I could not do this alone. Well, I could, but there'd be a lot of me talking. So I brought Joe Dirtylocks, Katie Crow with me, and Carmine from Red Team Review all back this week. How are all of you guys doing tonight? I'm good. Good. Holy crap. What, what an episode. Free Ollie. Why isn't Ollie dead? Ollie should be dead. That's oh my goodness, so dead. Ugh. He will be. But if you guys want to reach us, there's many ways you can reach us. You can jump in the live chat, throw out your questions and thoughts. I'll try to get to as many of those as I possibly can. You can also call in the number that I gave to you right there, the 914-205-5689, and you'll put, be putting like a little caller queue thing. No more of that fucking ringing this week. No, none of that. And you can also call the other line that we used to have, the 781-990-8509, to leave voicemails or texts. You can also email me at I Get Issues Man. Tweet me at I Get Issues Man. You can ask Carmine questions if you tweet him out at Red Team Review. And, uh, yeah, you can reach us lots of fucking different ways. We're going to talk all about this episode. But the thing about this, again, to say about where do we even start here? Do we start with talking about Jon Snow being back? I guess that's where we have to start. Uh, Carmine, what did you think of the Jon Snow coming back to life section of the episode? What'd you, how'd you think? Forget what we were talking about at the beginning of the episode, just from watching it for the first time. How, how did you feel about that? Uh, I was generally surprised. I thought they were going to wait until at least episode four or five to bring him back. I mean, I, I, hopefully, I hope this doesn't mean that they're rushing things towards the finish line like I think they are. Because um, I really don't want things to be rushed. I, it's going to sound a little weird, but I want them to slow things down, you know, make sure everything... Everybody gets everything out of the way, set everything up, then bring him back and start it off. But I was generally surprised that they actually brought him back this early on. Yeah, me too. I was surprised they actually just went there, got it over with. I like that they did that. If it's not moving too, too much of a frantic pace, I felt like it felt natural to this episode and to the way they're moving. But I agree. I hope that they don't just use this as a way to just spring forward stuff. Uh, too quickly because they can. This show does the best, I think, when they really melt into scenes, and and I, I think it was benefit that we weren't. We didn't really get to see. Oh God, da yeah. We didn't get to see Daenerys tonight. I thought that was a benefit for the episode. We kind of spent the right amount of time in the right amount of places. Joe and Katie. Well, Oh, in, a, in a way, this is kind of, uh, this should have been the premiere. This was long enough to have been the premiere. I agree with you. I agree with you. The, this, the, I was about to say that at the beginning, too, that when I think about what to say at the beginning, I, I also wanted to say maybe this is the first episode Game of Thrones is back. This feels like the season's officially back. Last week was a good episode, but I officially feel like the bell's been rung. We're back here. The season starts. Joe and Katie, what did you guys think of Jon Snow returning? I... Oh. Uh, I think it was exactly what I expected and hoped for. It had to happen quickly because it was just urgent for them in their situation. Yeah, they didn't want to get a Walking Dead situation going on. Exactly. No, no, yeah, they definitely yeah. no, did not want that to happen. Rotting. 
that's yeah. that's not fair. and and last week's episode felt more like uh after seeing this week's episode i agree this could have should have been the premiere last week's kind well, of felt like coming attractions to the season yeah it was a very it was a setup episode but i'm okay with that yeah they eased us into it and then bam yeah how about you joe what'd you think of this uh think of that reveal the way they did the john snow thing and how did it make you feel seeing those eyes open in that cough turning cough i knew was it, it? I knew it. Oh. episode two Ghost. Yeah, yeah, no surprise. So let's jump in the chat. We didn't know he was coming back. We all knew he was coming back. I was hoping, though, that when they all walked out of the room, I was all on board for whoever. I forget who said it last week, who was like, uh, man, mm. they're going to they're gonna light him on fire, and he's going to walk out of that fire with his with <laughs> long claw burning and shit. Ooh. I was waiting for that. I was like, oh, they got the funeral wood ready to go. The shit didn't work. All right, you know, what's his name? Stormed it, out. Throw him on the fucking fire already. <laughs> I wanna I wanna jump I wanna jump into the chat really quick. Uh the crow's eye was awesome. Yes, the crow's eye was awesome. The high sparrow rolls deep. Nothing bad about this episode. James says there's a lot to go down at the wall. Ramsey's coming, the battle's gonna be at the wall. Lady Squeeze has more to say on that. I just messaged Phil in Discord too. Uh they keep they are keeping the Targaryen question open, but not burning him. Talking about Tyrion. John has to come back soon or he loses less of himself. Very interesting. I knew Jon Snow was coming back when they walked out because there was no swelling music. Mm -hmm. This is the end. The mm -hmm. North fucking remembers. Holy shit. Let me get over to the Discord and get over to Squeeze comment here. Hey, I can't call in, but I would love for you to mention this in the show. I think it will lead to something interesting conversation. The Roos-Ramsey situation really mirrored the Roos-Lannister-send-their-regards betrayal with Rob. What do you think about this do you think this was intentional and a nice throw to the fans or am i just crazy it was a bit ironic for roos to go down that way betraying his king and being betrayed by his own son the same way what do you think about that carmine i, I was thinking the exact same thing and they kind of gave it away because they um i don't know about you but i i pay attention to ramsey on screen <laughs> i've never seen ramsey have a fucking dagger like on his on his back like that before and they did make it a nice they kind of spoiled it like a second before it was done by showing us that he had the dagger with him on his back like i kind of expected it to happen yep oh let's jump it in thank you for not spoiling me on the episode and the best episode of game of thrones ever says timo peter will to recast holy shit lots of great stuff happening in the chat let's take our first call of the evening let's take our first caller from area code 202 let's see if this works uh welcome to the show caller wait welcome here we go now you're on the show welcome to the show caller hello hey welcome buddy hey what's up man uh i was just gonna say the uh with the with the roost situation they didn't give it away in the episode they gave it away like six or seven episodes of last season or whatever when they announced that Roos was going to have a little brother. That was yep. the most yeah. obvious thing to me, like, that was going to happen ever. Like, yeah. seriously. Like, it, did, it, it wasn't given away in this episode. And, was, and, and not only that, they're actually making me start to respect the evilness of, of Roos and, and his little bastard Ramsey. Because at least when shit happens, they take action. Tom is just a little bitch that still won't do anything. <laughs> I had the choice between Tom and Joffrey. I'm sorry, I'm choosing Joffrey to rule. Whoa, yeah. Oh. Do something oh. at some point. Dude, yeah. great call, great call. 
great call. I would I would also probably I don't know I don't know I would t I would take Tommen just because I could convince him what to do. I he, well, I, yeah, he I could manipulate him pretty easily. I I am missing Littlefinger again in this episode. Let's take another yes. let's take another call. Let's see if I can take this one from area code three two one. Welcome to the show, caller. Hey, this is Timo. Hey, Timo, I just welcome. Say, I'm so happy that John is back. I'm so happy they didn't drag that shit on. Yeah, like it scared the shit out of me when he took a breath. It scared the shit out of me. <laughs> but I'm so glad he's back. Um, and you saw how Ghost knew, right? Like he oh. woke up before him. So do you? But I have a question. Yes. Did did Davos? How did Davos know about resurrection? I don't remember him ever like going through that before. But I, I just want to say well that traveled. this episode had my heart pumping the whole way. And if I did hit the activities, I sure could eat a sandwich right now because I'm so hyped. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my goodness! Great call, Timo. And Timo must have Timo must have also been very excited uh, with this being a very positive Ramsey episode, seeing her boy Ramsey doing some Ugh. doing some slashing. I think Davos was just hoping for a miracle in in that sort yes. of sense oh yeah i think i think he was just kind of hoping for a miracle carmine do you have any input on that do you think has davos well, i mean this guy has seen her do a lot of like weird shit he even says it himself um you know he's seen her drink poison and give birth to shadow assassins i mean i, I, I if i was in his position i'd go hey you have a trump card up your sleeve to help <laughs> us out here yeah. uh, yeah. you got I, I expected him to ask her something like that and i'm glad he did yeah you got get some resurrections uh shoved up your ass in there so let's <laughs> let's jump into the chat uh ren ren would feel better hope you're having a great night if i was melisandre i would have trolled dudes by unglamoring myself mid ejaculation says ray oh. se says i was hoping oh. ramsey would show walter that he had fed roost to the dogs and then fed her to the dogs awesome stuff oh what a sick fucking scene uh I, I'm uh, I I was sad to see Roos go like that. It was oh shit. It was uh, if the of uh, the I'm sorry. Uh, it, just wishing it was from a Stark blade. Uh, I found I found enjoyment of it anyways. I I can imagine that in that moment. You know that that's the knife of the Starks going into it. Okay, so so we talked about those two things. Let's get to the third probably big thing from this episode, and I'm curious to hear. Uh, I'll go to Joe and Katie first on this one. Uh, Tyrion in the dragons. Oh. For, first oh. off, Katie, I want to talk oh. to you, Katie. Isn't that how? Shouldn't Daenerys be? Ta forget the Targaryen stuff with Tyrion Targaryen. We'll talk about that in a minute. But that's how you treat dragons, Daenerys. Yes. Yes. Like what? Oh, like, that what? Was, I was teary-eyed. I was choked up. It was beautiful. Oh, oh my goodness! God. That it, that man. Yeah, he just knows oh. how to talk to the dragons. So, so, and I'm gonna bring this. He knows how to talk to everything. He does know how to he talk to everything. He has deep empathy. He has empathy. Now, Joe. Unlike others in the show. Now, Joe, Joe and Joe and Katie, both of you guys, and I'm gonna bring this question over to Carmine as well afterwards. Do you guys? think this episode confirmed or was any more evidence that Tyrion is really a Targaryen? Uh, it could be seen that way. I just, it's just evidence of Tyrion's character and his wisdom and knowledge. And the intelligence of dragons. Is that where you're going with that? The dragons were intelligent to realize that this guy's a charming guy. Even dragons are charmed by Tyrion. That's where you're going Dude, with it. You know, Tyrion yeah. gets to pick up Thor's hammer, right? Yeah. You know that, right? Yeah. Now, Carmine, I'm curious what you think about this one. What do you? What's your take on that at this point? Well, um, 
I gotta agree with Katie. I don't. I don't think he's a Targaryen per se. I think that's a kind of a, a stretch. I mean, it's I possible. Do. Anything's fucking possible because supposedly Danny's father raped his mom. Yep. And because in the books he has kind of like Targaryen features and he's kind of like mm. fucked up. Yeah, ju- the two eyes and stuff. Yeah. And Tyrion and Tywin fled the capital at around the time of the birth. And... Mm-hmm. Guys, I'll be. So I, I don't think he is Targaryen. I, I agree with Katie. I just think he just knows how to talk to people. He just knows how to how to smooth things over. So Plus, I'll... the dragons are intelligent. So they they don't really see this little guy as a threat. No, and I mean they pick up on his body language, which he was very good with. I, I accept. And that's huge. I accept what both of you guys world. are. I accept what both of you guys are saying, but I'm going to be the one. He's a Targaryen. Confirm. Fucking confirm. I'm in your boat, man. Uh-huh. I, I uh-huh. absolutely what the both of them have said. You, you guys make perfect sense. To go the to go the extra mile and say, I also believe that the books have set him up to be Targaryen. I want him Targaryen. to be Tywin, and we've talked about this before, Joe. I want him to be Tywin's son. I think it makes it would be a better story being 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 Tywin's son. It would make it all bittersweet, everything like that. I always thought more or went more with the maybe Jamie and Cersei were, I don't know. I kind of went down that kind of rabbit hole. I don't really think that, but I kind of like where that goes a little bit. But I, well, I took I'm, it from this episode that Tyrion was, that the dragons could smell it. I, I'm I'm a fuck, I'm going with it though. I'm, I'm just. I'm, I'm going to go, I, I actually like it, like it that he's not because it lends credence to the prophecies from the fucking witch about mm-hmm. a brother killing her. Right. And then which brother does that have to be? No, either way, she, either way, he's a, either way he's his, ha- or the half brother, yeah. Right, so uh, and she didn't say no half brother or nothing like that. Or like I'm just drinking the Kool Aid, Joe. When it comes down to it, I'm I almost logically agree with Carmine and Katie. Like logically, I do agree with Carmine. I I think it's no, probably just, like, but I'm going with it. I'm drinking. The, I'm taking the pill. Targaryen. I'm I'm Targaryen. Tyrion Targaryen. I'm taking. I'm drinking the pill. Oh, the phone lines have just. Dude, we all knew John was coming back too, right? So <laughs> the, like, what about that pill? Dragons so, shouldn't really like Targaryens because Targaryens, like Tyrion said, are the ones that changed them. Them up and basically wiped them out. So let's get to the so, let's get to the phone. Hmm. I'm sorry. Let's get to the phone lines because we got a full full phone line. And I want to make sure we get to everyone. So let's get to it and then we're gonna get into the recap. We're gonna take all these calls right Ooh. now. So here we go. Area code two one four. You are on. What's going on? Uh, hey, is that me? Yeah, that is you. Sorry, I don't have the names anymore, so I can't tell anymore. KLC, right? How's it going, buddy? Yes, yes. All right. Well, this new phone system is amazing. So nice job with this. But I wanted to go back to what Carmine said a little while ago, and I agree that uh, the uh, the Ramsey's kill was forecast to hell, and it actually reminded me of a certain scene in The Force Awakens uh, on the bridge. And also, I got another oh the bridge thing, of, yes, yes, another another bridge the, uh, the bridge scene uh, with the Greyjoys really, that also reminded me of uh, the. Scene in the Force Awakens, so I just thought it was kind of funny. Mm. You combine those two scenes, you kind of got the scene from the Force Awakens. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Um, well, well, to uh, go back to what I said earlier, the reason for me that it was it was kind of spoiled right then and there is because we've never seen Ramsey with a a dagger on his back like that before. Mm. The guy, the previous caller said that yeah, you could probably would have guessed that Roos. Ramsey would have killed Roos uh, several episodes ago, but I kind of figured Roos was a bit smarter than that. Mm. In the books, at least he is, but in the show, I mean, hey, he has to not much of a suck fucking psychopath. Ramsey is. So <laughs> he I has think to, yeah. On him yeah. to be killed that easily, I'm like, yeah, I agree with you 100. percent He should. He should. He realizes more than dagger. Exactly. That isn't usually on his waist. Well, what he what. 
what caught Roos by surprise was like I, I've said before was Roos kept telling Ramsey, go kill Walder, <gasps> go kill that fucking little kid, go do it. He kept telling him, go do it. And Ramsey was like, oh, I'm gonna. But first comes you. Welcome to the show, caller. What's going on? You let it be born. Yeah. Can you hear me, Carl? Hey, welcome to the show. What's going on? Oh, hey, it's Bill. Oh, hey, Bill. How's um, it going, buddy? I, just a couple things. First, it's so Walda's given birth. So it's been nine months, right? Like, has passed for approximately. If we see Gilly again and her fucking child is still a baby, <laughs> I will flip oh, my shit. All right? <laughs> Look, 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 I'm, I'm, I hate to, I hate to, I hate to interrupt you, bro, but uh, no Sam and Gilly, please, love of Christ, love of Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have a fucking heart attack, yeah. I swear, I'm getting fucking sick of this shit with Sam and Gilly. We were rid of them! Oh, oh my god, I, I think I had still, to I'm still, I'm, I'm still a Sam fan, even though they've done him a disservice in the show, and I think the actor portrays him very, very well. <laughs> As for the Gilly shit... I'm with you, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so with you. Because that, that's your thing. You like this, the cool, like, good Sam. From books. Good yeah. Sam. From yeah. books, Sam's man. Was... I got a soft so, spot for Sam. Sam. even carries good, over good, through the shows. Let's take a couple more couple more calls here. Uh, area code 202. What's going on? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, buddy. This is this is Jay, or SM Down. Oh, how's it going, buddy? Hey, man. Hey, what's up? Um... I was I was actually thinking that this episode was a little bit of a disappointment because when one one burst through the wall art, I'm expecting this massive fight where all the um where like this besides the six like you know night watch people that were in that room or whatever, I was expecting all the rest of them to be killed. So that, like, basically, there's no more night watch in general, <laughs> and, and that, like, the six wall and the six, like, those six people could have just like changed their clothes and like been um been uh, exempt from the oath. And also, I was ex- hoping for a really, really painful death of Ali. I think we, I think and, we were all waiting for that real painful nice. death of Ali. Let me about that. Like, did you see how everybody did react to the giant coming through? Yeah, they all they're all like, fuck this, I'm not going into this. Let's let Okay, no, 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 no. Remember last season when a dragon, a fucking dragon flew into an arena full of people who had never seen a dragon in their fucking lives and they were attacking it. It was burning people by the fucking dozen. Their friends, their comrades, their mothers, their brothers, whatever the fuck they were, it was burning people alive, and they were still throwing fucking spears at it. Like this is a giant. They saw a giant die. They saw two giants die, one giant die, or whatever. Mammoths go down. Like, and, and they've they seen. And Timo, like, Timo oh, points it. out in the chat. And they've seen the dra- the uh, giant before. And they were still scared of it because it was pissed right. off. Exactly. Let, let, I want to. I want to get to a couple more calls here before we get into the recap. So what? A couple of people. Uh, area code three three zero. Welcome to the show. What's going on? Hello. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the show. Uh, I wanted to talk about the, um, the Boltons. Like, I wasn't surprised that Roos died that easily. Like, I was expecting him to like try to like arrest Ramsey immediately, but mm. as soon as he heard that his son was born, but he- then Ramsey would have like men. I'm sorry. It's, oh. Uh, oh no no. The I- men would be like, like earlier, and uh, I think it was the last episode. You talked about how Roos's men are all loyal to him. And in like season three, I believe, when um, oh my god, I'm sorry. Mm. 
don't no, don't don't be sorry, man. And and I I think I know I think ultimately you know, I know what you're saying. You're you're saying his men are loyal to him. You kind of thought that Ra that Roos would immediately of kind of put Ramsey in shackles or hit him once the son was born. Roos might have been smart enough to kill Ramsey, knowing what Ramsey would have done. What, what do you think about that, Carmine? Do you, do you think Roos should have been proactive to stop Ramsey before he had an opportunity to do this? I, I can kind of understand that Roos was, you know, kind of happy that he did get a son. I mean, in that moment, he let his guard down a little. I mean, it, it's it's like he told Ramsey last season. He 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 could have killed him when his mother brought Ramsey to him, but he didn't. He doesn't want to be a kinslayer because there is a curse that comes with that. Yep. But um, I I just think Roos let his guard down because you know you just had a child you being a little emotional i can understand that but i still think he should have been a little bit more cautious roos knows how to play his cards i'm just surprised he just got taken out so easily yeah good good point i want to take this call because they've been on hold a while welcome area code 253 how's it going hello hey welcome to the show oh hello um been uh let's see you guys as uh since last year when I found it. Um, I just have a question, if that's okay. Of course. Thank you, and thank you so much for checking us out for so long. You're welcome. Um, so my question was, uh, why do you guys think uh, Tyron was uh, able to um, talk to, like, the dragons without getting burnt? Good, very good, very good question. Uh, we we talked about that a little bit earlier, but I would say ultimately a combination of the the basic answer is what Katie and Carmine were saying, is that the dragons were are smart and Tyrion was talking to them in a nice way and they and almost communicated and they could tell he was not a threat and he was helping them. So he they he gave them respect, they gave him respect. Joe and I are saying because he's a motherfucking Targaryen. Targaryen. But I but either answer works. Uh, let's take let's take another call. Try to cl clear a couple of these callers out. Uh, welcome back. To welcome to the show. Area code two six seven. How's it going? Good. What's up? Not much. How are you? Doing great. This episode was awesome, especially seeing Liana for the first time. So excited <laughs> for the Tower of Joy. Yeah, that was cool. We that haven't was... even got to that. Yeah, that that was that was really awesome. Getting to see uh, that old guy that yep. kind of looks like Bran now. <laughs> yeah, insane. Great. At first, I was like, great is that stuff. Great That's stuff. Yeah, who, who, who is that? Who? who? But yeah, great, great, and great stuff. And we'll take one more caller, and then we'll get And in. Wilson? Was it Wilson? Willis. Uh, Willis? Willis. She's area, talking about Willis. Uh, Willis. Area code 407. What's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? Awesome show. It's been crazy. I love your podcast format, by the way. Really awesome. And uh, hey, Carmine. Big fan of yours, too. <laughs> well, I just wanted to go back to what you guys were talking about with the, uh, um, what's it called, uh, the whole dragon comparing it to the to the giants of how people react to it. Yep. It's funny because now that I think back on it, it's like everybody could just easily take down a dragon, or, or so we thought, right? Like, it's the way they were trying to, to show that. Because it was just like, what, like a couple spears and it's down, and then when, like, the giant, everyone was like, oh, God, get out of the way. 
Like I can right. never understand that now. I kind of want like a like a showdown between like a army of giants against a couple of like dragons, see who would win. I don't know. Oh. It's just great how you guys were talking like about it. it. It'd be kind of cool. I don't know. No, I. I, I yeah, dude, oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm picturing I, it in my head right now. So, sorry, and the bug. Get you got cut off there at the end. Sorry, the uh. But but yeah, I think that would be amazing. I, I think we that should be one of those kind of offshoot movies like zombies versus uh, pirates versus cowboys yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> dragons ver- dragons versus giants versus versus uh the ironborn so so let's get into our recap here anyone that's on hold right now uh fortunately as we said we're not gonna hear that fucking ring 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 sound so you guys are gonna be able to listen while you're on hold and i will uh, at scene breaks get back to the call so if you are on hold i will get to your call and if you want to call in up to uh 50 people can be on hold so feel free to feel free to call on in and hold on and we will we will make sure to get to your call. Just a quick warning. We're a long way from there, but if the show lasts till 1230 and you're on the line, the phone line will can't will hang up, but then call right back and uh, it will work again. It's just this new phone system that I'm figuring out the bugs with for these uh, first couple of weeks. Okay. So uh, I have to say, and Carmine's talked about him a couple of times in the chat and uh, he's been met. It's been mentioned. This episode was spoiled. Uh, I don't want to get too far down that road because uh, that could be its own show. Maybe we'll get more into that in the feedback show, but it was, spoiled uh, by this YouTuber that spoiled it in Spanish and then it got translated and a whole bunch of shit like that happened. So I got kind of a printout of the episode beforehand. And so I didn't really even have to take notes. I'm kind of just going to go down what this fucking asshole said and not give him credit for it. I'm not going to say his name, but well, well, let, let me be, let me be fair to him. I mean, it's really not his fault. If no. you've got a, a plethora of information from the seat, you could use it to your advantage. You can use it to grow your channel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people may not like that personally. It's kind of bittersweet because mm-hmm. I am a, I am a leak whore, but at the same time, I want to enjoy the episode without being spoiled. And before someone in the fucking comment section even says it, no, I haven't spoiled anything. A lot of the book readers haven't spoiled much for you. It's kind of like in Star Wars, the Star Wars prequels. We know Anakin is Darth Vader, but we don't know the journey to it. Mm-hmm. And what this guy is doing is basically spoiling everything, whereas, you know, uh, the show is completely different, and book readers have only spoiled minor scenes. Yep. So... That, I mean, uh, don't tell, don't say his name. No, please. I'm not going to say his name. That's why yeah. I'm not going to defend. But that being said, I'm no one of those people that I go out and search him out, and and I and I'm one of those people that if I know where my gift is, I'm going to unwrap it. So it's my fault. It's on me. <laughs> but I, but I I'm just going to say that I didn't really write a recap. I'm kind of going down off his recap just because I watched this well, episode. Here's the thing, though. I will say, don't give his name because you know uh, he's a nice guy. He's a very nice yeah, guy. Do- I just don't want anybody to attack him or yeah. anything. You know. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I just want to take a couple of chats before we get into the recap. Hey, Phil, I'm interested in seeing how the Seven Kingdoms react to this news, like his supporters and his enemies. Yeah, that should be very fucking interesting to see that. Mm-hmm. If uh, Let's see. Let's get over here. And do you think the flayed man on the cross is Roos? Asked the evil evil one. Uh, that does kind of, Now that I'm looking at the picture that they're showing me, it does kind of look like Roos. And if anyone is in the Discord group, I am in the spoiler group reading the chat in there if people want to get their chat in that spoiler group and uh, best part of the episode was Dorn yeah the best part of this episode was the Dorn and the Sam and Gilly part <laughs> spoiler uh oh spoiler alert Carmine forgot to say spoiler alert 
spoiler alert that Anakin Skywalker is Darth Vader's dad. I, I can, oh, there's going to be a comment. Sorry, guys. I, I'm such a douche. There's going to be a comment, you fucking douche, Carmine. There's going to be a fucking comment. People are going to complain now. What the fuck? Okay. Uh, so, so let's continue here. Uh, I did. I'm sorry. I did. You're very true. Very true. I did, buddy. Very, very true. I did. Because I just read it quickly and I'm like, wait. Okay. So the opening scene, we hear ravens crowing in the dark and we see that we see the tree that the where uh, where Bran and Blood Raven are lying next to each other doing doing creepy things and Bran and we go into Bran's flashback and Bran Bran Stark is someone we haven't seen first season we haven't talked about him yet so uh, I'll, let me go to Joe and Katie first and then over to Carmine just in general what did you think I, I want to say one thing first Joe to you because you and me talked a lot on last the, on two seasons ago in the season four stuff about how the children of the forest how we didn't like it done the subtle little changes that they made to the children of the forest I, I liked it more in this episode episode in that one little moment that I did in the last episode they they added some uh, makeup to the fate to the to it's the a different uh, actress it's the face. Old, it looks older, older looking. looks older looking doesn't look just like a child with magic powers or something like that actually looked like an aged creature I thought they did a lot better of a job with everything surrounding blood blood raven and the tree and stuff like that I don't know what you thought what'd you think Joe um uh, yep yep yes uh-huh uh, That's exactly what I thought. Everything. Though. Carmine. Everything. Uh, Perfect. No, no, Katie. No, okay, wait, wait one second. Katie, what do you have to say? Give, give me some uh, of your nits. Give me some of your nits. I still have trouble with the guy in the tree. He is not integrated into the tree that... in any way near he what he should be. Yes, he, I agree like, with... He looks like he could just step out. Like he's sitting on a chair in there. Now that she says that, I, that I forgot really about that. And that's that was a big point of mine last, last season was that... or whenever it was that we saw him i just it, it i just, just have wasn't, wasn't the only thing i'll disagree right. the only thing i'll disagree with you about is i thought it was dark enough that that didn't really i didn't personally notice that maybe it's just the way i was watching my television mm -hmm. and i thought the acting of blood raven of the actor and just the, it just was so like i'm not gonna say i just want to i feel like the, the breathtaking just simply breathtaking i just you know, enjoy his work kind of looked like to me he looked like uh you know in star trek captain pike sitting in that like machine yes only so it was that... like tree bark and shit or tree root like oh, all the, up in the, front like... of him instead like he didn't look like he was like man that shit is supposed to be growing through his cheeks through his eyes up his mm -hmm. nose mm -hmm. you know like that, that those he's supposed to have been sitting there you've seen everybody here everybody in this audience has seen a chain link fence that has been pressed up against a tree for too many years that tree grows right around that fence no problem that's what's supposed to be happening to this guy sitting there oh, okay. and that and i really would have liked to have seen that yeah that's just like that's like i said i got nitpicky Not fucking other Captain than that, wonderful that. wonderful wonderful love the flashback loved the acting beautiful stuff now now i wanted to start the episode like this but i kind of forgot i was gonna be like, it finally happened we actually had it it's it happened the the per the stark family member you wanted back was actually back we got carmine it finally happened benjen stark was back no benjen stark Hello? was back that's where he's been. Oh, Benjen. He's been in oh, the yeah, past. Oh yeah, we found Benjen. Yep. I thought it was Rickon at first. I was like, is that Rickon? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but Carmine, what what did you think of the brand scene and all and all of that? 
I like the brand scene. I, every time we fucking see the kid, though, it's just, he's supposed to be like 12, 14 years old. <laughs> Motherfucker yeah, has like pubes and chest beauty. hair and a beard now. Mm. I can see like a five o'clock shadow. What the fuck? <laughs> no, but I like it. I mean, I, do, I agree with Katie and Joe about the whole uh, uh, Blood Raven not being attached to the tree, but I can let it go. Yeah, As for the child of the forest, it didn't really look childish. It looked more... Mm -hmm. um, me and my girlfriend, we saw the Hunger Games yesterday night, and uh, it looked more like Tigress. I don't know if you guys remember who that character mm -hmm. is. I don't know if you've ever seen the Hunger Games. Yep. It looked more like a tiger or a leopard than a kind of a child of a forest. That's the way I saw it. And and uh, ultimately, with we got the Hodor flashback thing in this situation. We got oh, we got to see oh, was Hodor so was back, and I like I like to see Amira was decent in this episode and I enjoyed her little interaction with there. You feel bad for her being put in the situation and having to just sit there. But that was the scene. Uh, I remembered what I wanted to say to you, Carmine. The, in that scene, the scene when Bray, I didn't notice it as much Excuse me. in the flashback. It didn't bother me for some reason. And in the actual tree, it didn't bother me. But in the scene when he goes out of the tree and starts talking to Mira and starts acting like young Bran, looking like that, that bothered me. Because he did this thing with his voice like, hi, oh my goodness, and I saw my father and everyone was happy. And he says it kind of <laughs> like a kid. And it, it comes off. Then you go, oh, he's really old. I, I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> and someone else said this, one of the callers, and I, and I forgot to mention it then, was asking us the time frame. We're talking about that thing that I'm not allowed to mention or Carmine hangs up in the show, this Sam and Gilly stuff, uh, with the baby. The one thing that this show – I'm sorry, his head's going to explode over there. If, if one thing about this show doesn't do well – and I love it. I don't want to talk about – I love most of what it does, but I, don't, I feel like you have to call it on its bullshit when it calls it on its bullshit. It doesn't do time frame good. It doesn't mm. do, oh, it's been this long for this to happen or this long especially the show the show is a mess with with time frame and i bet when we see sam and gilly that baby's gonna be a fucking baby still i really yep. do believe it's gonna be a fucking baby and mm -hmm. it's just yep. not gonna make sense and they don't care and and i, and I accept that i accept that's just part of their show i wanna i, I wanna gonna see them again i want to point out too uh, about this scene um the flashback that we see here, like Duke Chronic uh, points out in the flashback, Ned tells Benjamin to keep your shield up or I'll ring your head mm -hmm. like a bell. Yeah. And you know, you know that that's what John said to Ollie too, right? No, oh, that little pitch. Don't don't yeah, start. Joe, nice. Joe, don't, that was actually a like good that. catch there, Joe. Yeah, Holy good catch, Joe. Oh, that's Duke. Duke. Duke, Duke caught Chronic. that. Duke yeah. Chronic. Oh, I'm giving you credit anyway. Yeah. yeah. No, Joe, take. I, take caught, it, I caught it in the chat though. <laughs> Joe, that, that shit went by minutes yes, and minutes ago. That chat <laughs> is yes. It's taking. Oh, is God. uh is talking Hodor a book thing? Carmine is talking Hodor a book thing. I don't. I don't remember. I, I'll be honest. I kind of skipped a lot of the brand chapters because. <laughs> but yeah. I, I do like that we finally got his name, Willis. I think. I think in the. I think in the book it was Walder. Is well, I that's mean? that's what the evil gay one said. Yes, it's uh, it's Walder in the books, and. <clears throat> And uh, what's, uh, we got Dakota, KLC, evil one. Uh, Amy, I remember them saying he was different. Yeah, Walter the Hodor. Uh, what you talking about, Willis? What you talking about, Willis? Hodor is what I'm talking about, Willis. Hodor never talked in the books. It was Walter in the books. I caught it. Aria scenes are so fucking boring, says Bio. Bio. Len says, uh, for the watch, you ungrateful fucking punk. Please talk about Bobby Strong. Huge huge shot, Bobby Strong. Uh, what do we got? We got to say, uh, I also wanted to say a big shout out to Samantha. Huge shout out to Samantha. Uh, what you talking about, Willis? In the books, old Nan says Hodor was always like that. Uh, 
fucking great old, stuff. Yeah, old man. Aww. Do you think? Uh, do you think Hodor will be at the Tower of Joy? No, I don't think Hodor will be at the Tower of Joy. Hodor never spoke in the books, and his name was Walter. <laughs> Hodor uh, at the Tower of Joy. <laughs> Hodor is the Tower of Joy. What are you guys kidding? Ollie <laughs> oh, nice. die a Hodor. thousand deaths. Uh, it's the Greyjoy sigil. We do not sow. All. So I'm just trying to get some of the chat, and I know this is like reads like me just saying random things, but uh, you guys are awesome yeah. enough to leave comments in the chat, so I want to make sure I get to as many as I can. Okay. And welcome to everyone also in the discord group welcome sir welcome sir Arik von Lichtenstein. Uh, <laughs> jesus christ the night the night's tale making me i'll shed a tear for heath ledger right now who uh who would have been a uh, very good uh loris tyrell if, uh, oh, you know you know who was in that uh oh well, uh, yeah Rob, robert Bar robert baratheon yep robert yes. baratheon was in it was that might have been one of the first things i saw robert baratheon in. okay so in brand's flashback he sees two boys training under roderick we see ned and Benjamin Ned beats uh, beats his ass. Bran says, "Oh, they were all so happy once riding in there." And then Lyanna rides in. Our first view of Lyanna and Benjamin. They at Benjamin's kind of upset because Ned's leaving for the Eerie, and uh, he has no one to train with. Or she kind of makes fun of him. You have no one to train with. You can train with Hodor. He's very large for his age. We meet Hodor, and Bran is. Tickled pink that Hodor oh. can speak. I didn't know that Hodor could speak. So awesome that Hodor could speak. We also hear old see old Nan taking Hodor away, which is really uncomfortable. And then when Bran comes back, he asks Hodor, what what, what happened, Hodor? Hodor. Hodor. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, and and I'm stealing this from somebody else. I read somewhere on the internet say this, but it's really true. Dan and Dave do a lot of really great stuff, but what they really understand is Hodor's character. They really oh, get yeah. they really get in there. Deep. deep. <laughs> so deep. Deep. So deep. So deep. Okay, so we see old Nan, which I was really like excited to see old Nan. Then we see three odd Raven who says, Bran, don't stay in the vision too long because you can drown or you can choke or whatever. But Bran says, I want to stay. I'm happy. Let me no, stay. No, Bran, we have to drag this shit out all season. We need to do visions every week. If we mm -hmm. give it to them all now, you'll be done and you won't have anything else to do this season. So get the Pretty fuck much. out of here. Pretty much, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, so so uh, so let's pause right here and take a couple calls here because I got some people that have been on hold for a while now. So let's oh. take this. Uh, area code. I think this is our buddy. Get ready. Welcome, SM. How's it going, buddy? Hey, what's up? I had an answer to both the red and uh, Joe's thing. Well, uh, about the um, about the dragons. You know, the the harpies facing the dragons versus the knights watch facing the dragons. Mm -hmm. They the, the, the harpies were willing to do that because they're true believers in whatever their cause is. They're willing to die for their fucking cause. The, none of the Night's Watch people want to follow um, what's-his-name enough to die for him. So that's the difference there. It's not like yeah. one was scared, yeah. like the, the harpies were scared and the other people yeah. weren't. They don't even care to the point where they're willing to be like, they're like, oh, yeah, you got a giant on your side? Yeah, I don't really believe in this guy anyway. Yeah. So go kill him. I think, I think the, uh, oh, so, I'm sorry. Just call, call back in, buddy. I'm sorry I cut you off halfway. But I, I think he's I think he's somewhat onto something right there yeah. in the mm -hmm. sense of some of those Night's Watch guys were like, yeah, we don't really even like Thorn. We're, 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 we, yeah. we, 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 fuck this shit. No, I'm not fucking fucking with this shit. So, uh, he let's... has been through a lot, too. Like, yeah, no. Uh, they're probably kind of like, we have to fight a giant again. 
Nah, I'm tired. So dude. yeah, and, and for for sure that there there's definitely more than a bunch of them that only have their weapons drawn because Thorns told them to, and they're scared of Thorn. Yep. So they see this as an out to find because there was a bunch of people in that hall that were like, "Fuck you, Thorn! You fucking did the wrong oh, yeah. shit." So welcome. But there's enough people that welcome back him too. So welcome to the show, caller. How's it going? With his human toy. Can you hear me, caller? Caller. Okay, call back area code eight one seven, please. Definitely call back. I'll I'll take your call right away. Area code five seven four. You are on. What's going on? Five seven four. Hey, um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about how awesome Jamie was tonight. Oh yes, we're mm-hmm. we're gonna get to Jamie. I wanted him to. The only thing and I. Hi, Carmine. It's Lauren. Oh. Oh, hi, Lauren. What's up? Got uh so so Carmine, why don't you I know talk a little bit about that Jamie scene and uh what'd you think about the Jamie action tonight? I, I liked Jamie as well tonight. I thought Jamie was uh kind of talking at his ass there. I mean uh-huh. we all we all know he can't really play with his uh left hand, but uh <laughs> I, I really loved it. God damn, Jamie's fucking great this time. And uh, I really want to see more of him. I mm. I was kind of expecting the Tyrell soldiers to be with him by now because they do come with him. We saw that in the trailer. But um, I really liked it. I, I love that actor. I think he's a great actor. And I really hope towards the end of the series he doesn't die because I do like Jamie. What, what I really liked about it, uh, especially Carmine, was I really enjoyed that he's smart enough to know not to make a move in that moment. Yes, he can't oh, use yes. his left hand, but I, what you were saying about the Tyrell so- soldiers, I think he's thinking that right now. He's putting all the pieces together and he and and he's taking over the mantle uh for for tywin in that sense and he's thinking i think he's probably part of him is thinking what would ty what would tywin do in this situation and tywin mm-hmm. wouldn't strike right now i can't fight anymore the way i used to i got to use my my other strengths and people that listen to the show often know i'm kind of a jamie fanboy so i really oh, like I, am too. I really like seeing jamie start to learn because i think jamie in his past moves even as far as last season would have made a stupid mistake in that that situation yes. i think he's i kind of forgot time. that he, he was lord commander like you guys, you guys remember yeah. when he was made lord commander yep. of the king's yep yeah i, I, d- I forgot that i did kind of forget that as well too so let's take a couple more calls before we get back into the fuck jamie says the chat get off jamie's dick says C. Yeah, yeah, no, no he's I'm, learning to play his long game i'm sorry i thought he was kind of uh bullshit too and if, if those people didn't step up he would have stabbed the guy right then i think he was good night just- dragon talking talking some smack um i think uh if he has learned uh, uh, so i'll give him the benefit of the doubt and say he has learned he is learning and he's going to step back and bide his time and come back with more soldiers but one one thing is for sure no matter what period at this point you have to go tear that fucking sept down period there is no sec there's no other measure like no, you can't let them get stronger. Or Timo, or Timo says, yes, Phil, speak up for Jamie. Take that, Joe. Take that, Joe. This is Timo <laughs> in the chat. So let's take a couple more calls before we get back into our recap here. I, I love getting to take all of you guys' call, get you guys in the discussion. Welcome, area code uh, 725. 725? Uh, hello? Hey, welcome to the show. What's going on? Okay, so I, it's like first time you call in. Uh, love you guys. But like, Did you guys see love the preview to episode three? I honestly shut it off before seeing the previews for, uh, for episode three, but tell me about it. What happens? Oh, okay. So, like, there's this one part where, like, uh, like uh, somebody, like, goes up to Ramsey and they're like, oh, we found something. I have a gift for you. And, like, my theory is, is it's probably, uh, 
Rickon. 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 You think it's Theon? Interesting. I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah, like, oh, like, because yeah. like when he shows it, like it doesn't show like who it is, but like when they show it, like Ramsay smiles, like you know, like. He's like glad to see like a reek again. Great call, and thank you so much for calling I, yeah. in. Thank you so much for watching the okay. show. Um, I I I know that now that you say that, I I've heard that said before. They say Ramsey gets a gift. My initial thought is that it's Rick and Stark. Uh, Carmine, what do you what do you think about that? Um, d- definitely Rick. In the trailer, didn't we hear Ramsey go, "You like to play games, little man"? Yes. Like, and we hear him say shit like that. Yes, in the in the second, uh, I think it was the second trailer. Yes, uh, Sir Alec von Lichtenstein says, yeah, anyone but Rickon. I'm counting on, uh, Critch says, I'm counting on Jamie to wreck the uh, bully sparrows. I hope the gift is Littlefinger or Theon. Very interesting. Team Jamie going on in the chat right now. Let's take one more call for now, and then we'll go back to our recap. Eerie code 817, which I which I ended up losing earlier. Welcome back to the show. Can hey. You... Hey, welcome. Hello. Hey. Can Hi. You... <laughs> um... I, I just wanted to say that um, the fact that they didn't kill Ollie just drives me insane, and Thorne is just, oh, but um, I think that um, the dragons, I, I, they seem to be, like, only um, controlled by Danny, and I'm just wondering um, if they're only controlled by Danny and only, like, half the time. Seriously, how was, how was Tyrion able to control them? I mean, he can't just be a, an animal whisperer, right? <laughs> well, he's not controlling them. He's a, They're a, making their well, own I choices. Mean, Nobody well, controls dragons. And not only that, uh, in the books, I think I don't think the show has covered this, but Tyrion has read a lot of books about dragons. Lots. So he, he probably knows how to handle them. A little bit today. Uh, he's, yeah. He's, called the dragon care specialist of his time <laughs> the dragon care specialist of his time mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and, and, mm-hmm. and and the thing is is even danny doesn't control these dragons if no. danny controlled these dragons she would have hopped right the fuck back on drogo and flown back to to the to the pyramid bill you know? a, bill in the chat adds i think the dragons new Tyrion was there to free them and yeah. uh and uh yeah, so I, I think ultimately they just didn't view him as a threat, and they viewed him more as a friend. And uh, you know what I think, that he's or actually a snack. A... Well, he approached appropriately. <laughs> yes, I totally agree. He's a Targaryen. Yeah, awesome. Good. Thank <laughs> you for, Thank you for the call so much. I kept you on Hell just yeah. so you could agree with me. Thank you so thank much. Have a, great, have a great night. I, lo- I love that caller. That, 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 that caller was awesome. Uh, oh, speaking hmm. of which, here we go. Before we get back into our recap, let's play it. Our good buddy. Let's hear a couple of mm-hmm. moments from our good buddy, Big Kev. I hey, big, Phil. Big J. Big J. Not Big Kev. Hi, Big, big Kev, too. Hey, man. I'm back like Jon Snow, man. Resurrected. <laughs> I finished the series last week. Uh, tell Dirty Dirt, Joe, Joe, what the fuck did you get me into with this show? I love it, but it's giving me fucking nightmares. It's insane, bro. i never seen a show like this. Uh, and I'm from New York, man. Fucking violence, man. <laughs> eating babies, dogs eating babies and shit. This, this Ramsey cocksucker's got to get, gotta go, man. And tell Carmine and all that of Carmine's. And uh, when your name is Carmine, you got to say, yo. Forget about it. Forget about it. Uh, that's really it. I miss you guys. Um, if you get this voicemail, I hope you play it. And oh, uh, of course, of course, big big J, we love you, buddy, and thank you so much for getting this show. And uh oh, I think we might have it. Here we go. Is this what I think it is? Hey, Phil. Uh, this is Ellen. Um, it's Assassin. 
Um, I'm calling because I've been trying to call um, the 914. Oh, I think I think I think we got we got you in before. And, um, this was this was our 817 caller, so I'm glad we were able to get you in. I thought for a yes, second yes. you were our good friend, Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. Uh, Sir oh. Davos has become my favorite character. I can't wait for the Bolton Army to face John as wildlings. Thank you. Text message uh, 211 says you finally show me what I want to see and then take it away. Hey Phil, it's Machine. I just want to say I called how this episode would end uh, in the chat. Uh, can't stay up late tonight but just want to say best episode ever hey love the show stuff my question is do you do you make of ghost waking up when john dies just for dramatic effect or deeper meaning like john was warged into ghost what do you think about that Karen? do you think it was symbolic of uh john warging into ghost or do you think it was just a coincidence i don't i don't believe i'm I'm, I'm sorry like if anybody knows me they know i'm like anti-fucking almost every theory out there um and there's been a theory about like john warging into ghost before he died no no i think no no. a lot of the stars sorry a lot of the star kids do know um supposedly have the potential to warg bran and Arya is uh you know rumored to be a warg she she does a little bit of it but um sansa rickon uh, and John, no, I don't. No. I don't think they're gonna unleash Rob, it. No. no, it was the reaction that any loved one has when yeah. another loved one suddenly wakes up from or even death. Oh, I have to do in a quick apology. Quick apology, Aggie Flow, if you're listening right now. I not intentional. I was moving the chat up and down so I could read it, and I accidentally put you on timeout. I am so fucking sorry. <laughs> that was not intentional. You did nothing wrong. I love you. Oh, In fact, it's the timeout of love. Yeah, it was. It was. It was completely by accident. Holy shit! You're gonna be like, fuck this show. I quit. I'm never watching you again. I, you fucking put me on timeout. I am so sorry. Long live Carmine. Valerian the Black Dread loves Carmine. We love Carmine. We love Carmine in the chat right now uh we have a text messenger that says love uh another Carmine. loves having Carmine on the show would you have any other game of thrones youtubers like preston jacobs on the show i if i knew preston and he was into something like that i would absolutely well i, I know him. preston and uh i i could ask him if you want but uh uh, yeah, let's just uh, stick to Preston for now. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. But uh, but yeah, but to answer that question, someone actually you you sent that question last week too. Uh, I, if he was into it, I would absolutely love love to love to do you know, that. Me so. and you, me and you Stu, buy the food. Buy the food. Yeah, that's, if that's if that's what you're into. You're into. But yeah, if, if uh, but yeah, absolutely. If he was if he was into doing that, we'd we'd love to do that. Okay, so uh, Bran and uh, Bran and Hodor, Child of the Forest, yada yada yada. Okay, so our next scene is we get basically the scene from the trailer. It's about to be a fight with the Night's Watch. They all draw out. Ollie's a little bitch outside. It's some shit's gonna happen. Davos and the loyal men prepare to fight outside. It's about to be a fight, and then bang bang bang, motherfucker! After some really awesome scene, I, I gotta say. I've liked Thorne before in the show, and I mean, I don't like his his character, but the actor who plays Thorne is exceptionally awesome on the show. And seeing the even the slight interactions between him and Davos in this episode, in the last episode, in this episode, was really some of the best stuff yes. I think he's ever done. Hearing mm-hmm. him try to charm people is really fun to watch because he's not that kind of person in the character, and the actor plays it so well as someone that's doing it out of spite. He's like, oh, I can't believe I have to fucking do this. Mm-hmm. Shit, and kind of talking the talk. And then Davos's laid-back nature and how he talks. Ugh. It's just a great parallel between the two of them. So good. It is. It's so good. I just love Davos so much more yeah. every time I see him. And he's, oh, and love the, this scene. Me too. The, 
Oh. Me, me too, Katie. Oh, 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 oh it's bre- breathtaking, Carmine. Breathtaking. So, so Davos and the loyal men prepare to fight outside this breaking the door brief negotiation. And then bang, 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 motherfucker. 1-1 one, one crashes the gates, takes out a few yeah. men. Tormund comes in and some wildlings are with them. 1-1 one, uh, one gets hit by a couple of arrows and shakes it off after a bunch of Night's Watchmen kind of run, a- run away. And uh, then, then Thorn's screaming, stay and fight, you cowards. And they're all running away. And then we get a traitor off between Ed and Thorn, which is really cool too. You're a traitor. No, you're a traitor. And then fucking that little bitch Ollie has the fucking... And okay, maybe this was slight some balls on him. He charges Tormund like he's gonna fucking kill Tormund. Oh, absurd. Right? Absurd. Hey, How did this Tor- kid's battle-born and hard and ready, man. Joe, don't make me do it. <laughs> one more, you're muted. One more, I'm putting you in timeout for fucking three seconds and that'll, that'll, that'll be on purpose. Motherfucker, I'm doing it just, just for, I'm doing it just for hinting. No, you're back. You're back. You're back. I'll, you, I'll, you, you bring that fucking Ollie defense here again. I'll mute your ass again. I love you. I've known you for fucking more time than you I know, wish to mention. You know but he deserves it. I'll mute your fucking, fucking bullshit. One one to the gates. Yes, car. Fucking to the fucking gates. You fucking traitor, little bitch. Okay, so uh, so he charges Tormund like, I'm going to fucking get you. You little fuck. You're not getting shit. So Ed and Tormund go in to see John's corpse, and it's first time Tormund is seeing the body, and Tormund looks at the gashes, and he's like, can I fuck that? No. He goes, he goes look, there must have been a lot of knives. And, uh, yeah, and they look at the body. Okay. So then we go over to King's Landing and we get to our comedy section of the evening. Uh, the high, we get this guy that's kind of talking shit about Cersei. Oh, yes, I saw her in the streets. And she had tits like they were CG'd in there. Like it was someone else's tits on the queen's body. It was really hot. And he's just kind of making fun of her and talking some shit. And then he goes off to take a piss. And, and uh, the mountain just happens to be walking by. I, we do see a woman listening to her, listening to him talk shit. So maybe she's one of the queens spies and it was just mm. someone's talking shit about you and they just kind of cut it together but it was almost done as a comedy moment where you get oh. to see the guy's taking a piss and he turns to take a piss it was like a jason Voorhees moment where he's like mm-hmm. pissing and then jason Voorhees is behind him and the mountain just smashes his head against mountain smash and smashes it against oh, the that's wall that's what he did to Oberon's kids yeah. dashed their heads against the wall Oberon's brothers and works. sisters now I have a question, uh, and, and uh, let me bring this to uh, a couple people have been asking this in the chat, uh, chat, and I'm curious what uh, you guys all think. I'll bring to you and Joe, Kate, Joe and Katie, and then I'll bring it over to Carmine. Do you think that Quyburn put the put the uh, the dwarf's head on top of uh, the mountain? Do you think when we finally get to see his head, it's going to be that dwarf from uh, oh. from last season? That gets brought to Cersei oh, and geez. thinks it's Tyrion. I don't think it's going to be the mountain's head. I think we're going to. No. We're going to. So, so it's you're all like it's going to be uh be on Thunderdome. Yeah, it's going to be, be on. the hound's head. <laughs> it's going to be Han Solo's head under that carbonite there. I don't know. <laughs> so, what did you think of this scene with the with the mountain? I mean, it was it was funny, Carmine. But uh, but uh, what did you think of the zombie mountain stuff in this episode? The one thing about the zombie mountain that will always kind of annoy me is that we can we can see his eyes, so we we do know it's the mountain. I would have oh, liked yeah, for good the point. showrunners good point. to make like good point. To, like have the, the the eye holes in the in the in the helmet kind of darkened, so it's almost like there's nothing yeah, there if you avoid. look close. I, I think I think that would have been more ominous and and intimidating mm-hmm. and, and mysterious. But you can tell it's the mountain. I mean, everybody knows that. So let yeah, me jump. Knows. Let me jump. Why didn't Tormund just kill uh, Ollie? Asks Timo. Uh, the story contains more spoilers. Please uh, stop the uh, traitor. Uh, 
because uh, Phil, can't, Phil can't read. Uh, I can read your comments in here. The mountain scenes were hilarious, says Timo. And uh, you should. I, sh I will. I'll check this one more often. I think Timo means we're spamming, so, so I can't see. Yes, basically, the picks take a lot of space. Oh, okay, whatever. I will scroll through. I will scroll through. <laughs> I'd like to see a face-off between 1-1 one, one and the mountain. Rankin Mountain. I think 1-1 one, one would win that one. Holy shit. Yeah, that would be... <laughs> Yeah, that would be amazing to watch, though. That, well, that would be good. Let's well, jump in. The, I like want to jump. Any, that would be like Tyrion versus the Mountain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Still. Yeah. Uh, let me jump into the chat real quick. Joffrey asked for Rob Stark's head to be sent back to King's Landing in Quiburn. Uh, oh, put Rob Stark's head on the mountain. Robert Strong. Uh, Mountain's face looks like a raisin in those 90s commercials. <laughs> heard it through the grapevine you've got so many heads in that castle it could even be ned's head uh let's jump in the other thing it's uh oh yes jump over in there i'm in both i'm everywhere no it's rob star it's rob stark's head in the book not the show 1-1 2016 torment showed mercy to prove thorn wrong hodor will kill him Fuck it, eh? I like that, but I, I agree with Biotic. That that's actually, uh, yeah, that I, I agree with him. That Thor, uh, Tormund didn't want to kill the Night's Watch guy. He just wanted to prove Thorn wrong. They're not all savages. I like that. I do like that as well. So let's take. Yeah. Golly's just not worth the energy. Let's and take. His, he's a flaily little boy running out. Here's the thing. John owes them. John owes them. Thank you, Ollie. Thank you, Thorn. You have freed me from my Night's Watch shit. Oh yeah. I was well. dead. I died. Until my death, my watch is over side. and shit. That shit's over. You ended it. Thank you. Bye. Off to save fucking the rest of the realm. <laughs> is, uh, let me see. Oh, That's shit. Do I have. Bullshit. They weren't trying to free him. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we have, have fun freezing in the castle. Do, do I have two calls? Uh, are you on the line right now? Area code 610? Yeah, I am. I am. Um, Thanks for taking my call. My name is Bruce Bradshaw because he, you know, obviously can't see this time around. <laughs> um, I, I love the episode. Uh, matter of fact, it was probably my favorite episode since uh, Watchers on the Wall back in, you know, season four. Mm -hmm. um, I will say the one thing about this episode was the scene at the wall when the uh, wildlings break through the door was incredibly anticlimactic. And, you know, you know every, you're, you're ready for shit to go down. Like, you're ready for a giant fucking battle. And, and then all of a sudden, everybody just stops. And I think you got I'm about narrow. To get a whole lot of hate for this. A whole lot of hate for this. But uh, Ollie has the biggest set of balls out of all of the traitors. <laughs> <laughs> and I think there's something to be said. Yeah. And I think there's something to be said about him being the only one that was willing to fight and face somebody who is obviously going to rape and murder him. Uh, Thank yeah, you. If I said it, I would have got good, muted. Good call, good call, caller, because uh, you know you're not Joe. That was a good, <laughs> and, and you're a and you're a, and you're a stranger. So, uh, so good, good point, caller. As we, and, and, and I, I got Joe. Say, no, I okay, okay. Anticlimactic. Uh, we did get the arrow in one one, and he just pulls the guy out and smacks him off the wall. That was fantastic. That was that went right along with the mountain. 
you know. KLC says, well, they killed the Lord Commander, so all rules have gone to hell, pretty much. John kills Ollie by throwing him off the walls, says Josh. I like that. Tormund can't kill the Watch unless he wants to fight them again as whites and they rise from the dead. I pick Ollie to be skinned alive by the Bolton Challenge. <laughs> Ollie is stupid. Phil, hang up on him. I disagree, caller. I like that they didn't battle. They need more men later on for the big wall. Kill the boy! Yes, Ramsey mentioned the Mandalays. Oh, I forgot to... We, we're not to that yet, but Ramsey does, in fact, mention the Mandalays, and we're going to talk about that when we get there. So let's get th let's get through this King's Landing stuff, and then we'll go back to the chat and the calls. King's Landing is in the, uh, in the Red Keep. The mountain looks insanely scary in the scene, following her around, step for step, following Cersei around. Cersei wants to go see Marcella's body, but they go no, and this is kind of one of the scenes we saw in the trailer. Tommen has orders for Cersei not to be allowed to see the body, and yada, yada, yada. The king's orders, stay in the Red Keep. You're barring me to attend my daughter's funeral. It's a lot of much, it's a bit, a lot of foreplay there with no orgasm. It just looks like the mountain's going to kill a bunch of people, but he never ha never does. They kind of back away and leave. So, so that thing that people were talking about, the battle between Cersei and Tom, and we kind of get it at a very minor level, but yeah. eventually the episode ends up with Cersei having Tom again and, and Tom in showing that he feels bad for not ki killing and murdering people for Cersei because that's what she would do for him. Yeah, and his, and his mom appreciates all that killing and murdering. So in the set, Jamie and Tommen, uh, Jamie regrets not being able to do more for Marcella. They talk about the deaths. Uh, Tommen thinks uh, Cersei killed Tristane, but uh, Tommen is uh, is he's basically listening to the High Sparrow, and Jamie's like, "I'm not talking talking shit. Why haven't you seen your mom? You know everything she's done for you. You got to go see her." And he's worried about Marjorie. Tommen likewise says he regrets not being able to do more. But when she got dragged through the streets like a whore and she was all helpless and stuff, he feels really bad for all of that. But, and he, him and Jamie have a good scene together, which is interesting to... We caught Prince Tristane's killers. I expect it was mother. Your mother wouldn't do that. Yes, she would. And they go, ba they go back and forth. He's my son, he's my nephew, he's my son, he's my nephew, he's my son, he's my nephew. He's both. It was an interesting scene with Jamie and Tom, and I don't think I've ever seen. Have they ever had really had a scene together before? Is this the first Jamie and Tom scene? <laughs> like small dinner scenes and shit. Yeah. yeah. So give Jamie both hands now. Replay that scene. Yay, oh, good dad. Okay. Uh, Tommen gave gave me the feels. He wants to be more like Joffrey. Aw. agree. Phrase pies would be awesome. Frey pies is the chat. Okay, so we get we get the scene from the trailer with the high sparrow give, sparrow giving a smug speech. And, oh, this guy. And uh, we use the one to break his wings. Jamie says you must long for the next life, and you humiliated my sister. We kind of already talked about this scene, and this was talked a lot about and I think correctly analyzed from the trailers before this because this was one of the scenes that was kind of, a lot of moments from it were released and we kind of talked about this as well I think Jamie made the right decision not acting in that moment and showed restraint so let's get to the Sh Cersei and Tommen scene Cersei looks over King's Landing it's a great shot Tommen comes in it's cold at first but they eventually men fences and she's really uh she 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 realizes it's better to have the king on her side and manipulate yeah, him and he's all she has yeah she's all she has and he's gonna die anyway because all of her kids are gonna die and yep and I, it, I had a little bit of a feeling that she was gonna slice his throat really that would have been interesting yeah, just get it like he's gonna die anyway i'm miserable let's just get it over with yeah I if he die. if he dies now at this point who who's in charge 
Who's queen? Who's king? Who's what? If Tommen died right now, who would be in charge? Yep. Car- Carmine, do you have any clue of that? If Car- if uh, if Tommen died with the hit- oh fuck! Oh Sir my Pops. god! Who the fuck is in charge? Sir There's Pops. no Baratheons next in line. Everybody's dead. So, I think it would be up to a vote. I think. What was it? Do they invite all the loyal lords to come take a vote and shoot who, uh, who should take the crown? I believe that's how it would work. Interesting. Marjorie hasn't slept with him yet, so does she have a claim? Who? Like, well, she has slept with him. Remember that one? Oh yeah, she did. Him. She all did right, okay. Him. So then, yeah, is she the queen? Is... She's the queen, and she would she would be in charge for a while. But um, who's the hand right now? Is it is it? They don't have one. There's no hand. It, it isn't. Uh, what's uh? Tywin's brother, Kevin. It isn't Ke- Kevin's. Not technically the hand right now. Um, not really. I Cersei tried making him a master of war, but not natu- Normally, if there is no hand, I guess the hand position would go to the Grand Maester. Oh but God! They shot that fucking thing down. Oh God! So, that'd be horrible. It's kind of a mess right now over there. <laughs> Gendry. People in the chat are saying Gendry. Yep, Gendry. Oh. Anarchy. They can find his ass. Yeah, okay, Cersei for right now, question marks is Timo. Tommen didn't want another rape scene to his dead sister's body. I thought Jamie, I thought Jamie was the hand. Uh, oh, or Jamie, Jamie's missing the hand. Thank you. Kevin Lannister is the hand, says Dakota in the chat. Kevin is the hand. A couple people in the chat are saying Kevin is the hand right now. Uh, there is no hand. Uh, so it's, it's, Hersey has the, Cersei has the hand. Well, a lot of uh, discrepancies in the chat. Okay, so we get to Marie next, and we have uh, we have Tyrion making eunuch jokes in a scene that he shouldn't be making eunuch jokes. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, but n- know your room, Tyrion. <laughs> well, hey, come on. Varys makes midget jokes. <laughs> no, I don't. If I lost my cock, I'd drink all the time. I heard somebody say that they were getting sick of all the cock jokes by Terry. I, 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 I like dwarf it. jokes. I make eunuch jokes. I do not make dwarf jokes. You think them? So. You say, so this is a funny scene with, between all of them kind of thing. I think one thing that's very interesting in this scene is with talking about the harpies and if we're going any more evidence towards any of that. They did say that the, the Yunkai stopped asking for aid and that Slaver's Bay has returned to the slavers. Dragons uh, have not ate since the food left and they dragons can't starve. Tyrion gives his speech, his history lesson about dragons. Dragons must be unchained. He talks about awesome. the old dragons were... We're large, we're so huge, and by the end that they were the size of like chickens or something like that, and it's because the Targaryens kept them in captivity. I don't know if that's necessarily the case of why they why they ended up being that small. I think there is some speculation too. Maybe it was inbreeding within I don't know. I don't know if it's because they kept them all chained up. I think it might have just been the line of dragons running thin or something like that, but do uh did the dragons leave the cave room? Uh, Kevin, don't stress that don't stress that D-bag Joe. Oh, Jet. Don't I don't know if they're talking about you, Joe. You cock yeah, merchant. They're talking about me. There's a lot of talk about me going on there. Oh, okay, good. Overgrown grown ad. Yeah, Dushient body does definitely doesn't like my look. That's all right. <laughs> I I don't really like Joe. I I like the predator look, Joe. I'm with you. Hey, that's fine. Hey, the more he hey I'm talk about it. me. Don't talk about, you know, good things, bad things. At least you're talking about me. You can't yes. stop talking about me. You love talking about me. <laughs> so we, so you're going you're to close your eyes tonight. You're going to picture my horrid, ugly face. Oh, Joe. Now it's I'm going to picture beautiful. Joe. Now I'm going to picture your horrid, ugly face. Stop that. Everybody is. <laughs> so, so now they're speaking uh, through uh, about how the masters still have power. Tyrion says, uh, we ha- but we have dragons. 
but we have dragons. And Tyrion goes downstairs, and I like how Varys stays oh, up wonderful. from from uh, Varys to make sure he doesn't go down the steps. Take, oh yeah, taking no chances with yeah. those guys. Yeah, he's like, take a walk down. Go ahead, take a walk down. Balerion the Black Dread. Joe, 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 Joe. Joe is hot. Says Carmen. We need a Joe rant tonight. We've had we've had Joe sexy. We have a lot a lot of Joe loves coming in. Uh, Oh my God! Uh, try to do that fast for, chat. For everyone that thinks I'm ugly, there's point two five. Oh, okay, we've, we've so. you're, you're too sexy. We've spent way too much okay, time on your looks, Joe. So, uh, so the next scene, we uh, we see this dark, and Tyrion continues to approach, and then he cautiously begins to speak to the dragons like a normal conversation. He tells them, "Listen, I'm your friend. I'm a friend of your mother's. I'm, I'm here to help." <laughs> I love that. I'm you know, when I was a kid, I begged for one of you guys. But uh, <laughs> but then my dad, everyone laughed at me. My dad said dragons died 100 years ago. And uh, he pets it. He goes, uh, Marine's in trouble. I think you guys need to help. He recounts how Tywin said dragons were extinct, but here's two dragons. Tyrion nears one of the dragons. He sniffs. The dragon sniffs them. He reaches out. He undoes the chain. The second dragon undoes the chain, too. And he like, my turn. And both dragons are released from their chains and begin to stretch out. And... And I wrote my notes. See, Danny, that's how you do it. That's how you take care of dragons. Tyr mm -hmm. Tyrion, and this is the question I want to entertain right now. And why do you think, I mean, I know it's scary in that moment, but both those dragons seem to like Tyrion in that, in that moment. I wonder why he oh. ran away. Did he feel, and maybe this goes to. Well, it was time to leave. Your luck. What are you going to do? You're cuddle up with him now? Yes. With, him behind the with ear? any okay, animal yeah, that yeah. you're trying to habituate to yourself. You want to Increments. leave on a good note. Yes. When you're on that high, you walk out because that's their last memory and that's their association to you. Yep. He did exactly what he should have done. Katie, you just lured me. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Okay, let's get through this scene quickly. The wave <laughs> continues to hit Arya and uh, and Arya is getting her ass kicked, but she sort of fights back. At one point, Arya goes crazy and uh, gets her ass totally kicked and then she starts screaming flailing her thing about and Jakinagar stops oh, it in his God. hand and says uh and says this whole thing he gets into a whole big thing with her like where is it let me see I think I have it here it's easier to play than say Ithaca says her name a man will feed her tonight a girl has no name Ithaca says her name a man will give her eyes back a girl has no name so do you think, oh, uh, Carmine, Carmine, what did you think of the Arya stuff in this episode? Oh, I liked it, but there, there's still not a lot going on. It's, I want more Arya stuff. I, I, I want them to, you know, give us more what's going on with Arya, more training, more so of her actually using her working powers. But eh, there's nothing going on with Arya. Dude, I'm so scared that, not scared, but I'm so scared. I'm so scared that this is all we're going to see from Arya this whole season. That we're going to oh, come. we're not. I hope not. We're not. We're gonna get the uh, the parade scene. Yeah, um, I hope the so. Parade scene, the mummers scene, where they do the play, and mm. Arya gets to see dwarf cock. I was actually in the books. Not only lying. I I hope he I'm gets just, it. Oh no, I'm Katie! I'm just what? glad they didn't drag this out. I'm really glad that they got this over with quick because I think they do have so much more to do with her. They they couldn't drag this out because it is kind of boring. 
boring. Needle will stab the we- the waif, says Gavin. Uh, MTN killed the guy on purpose, planned the hit. Uh, oh, planned the hit. Uh, it seems like they're speeding up Arya's storyline, I thought. Uh, fighting in the streets would drag on a little bit. I'm hoping Davos will give the kiss of life to John Snow White style. Bill says we're going to see the Mercy preview chapter. We're supposed to believe that she duped the faceless men into thinking she has no ego. Nymeria will be the only survivor. The dragon's going to bang. Will we have more dragons? That's an awesome question. Uh, I was just about to read your comment. <laughs> Carmine. Uh, you know, who plays Ramsey will be Hitler in an upcoming movie. Hitler goes to art school. Carmine, what do you think? Uh, what do you think John will lose? That's a good. That's a question for you, Carmine. What do you think John will lose from this re- reincarnation? For those of you who don't remember, um, when Barrick was saying how uh, every time he's brought back, a, a piece of himself is not there. I think mm. he's gonna lose. I don't. I don't want to say some of his humanity. He's not probably gonna not, not gonna lose his mind either. But maybe some of his compassion. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. What are the sex of Danny's dragons? I'm not sure, but I I think they're all male. But I do know dragons in the Song of Ice and Fire series can switch their can switch for their gender. I believe. Mm-hmm. I, I might be making that up. Someone can correct me in the chat. Yeah, but you're right. In nature. I'm right. Okay. I, I thought I thought so I've heard that before. Uh, so yeah, they, so they can reproduce if they need to. So that can actually that can happen. <laughs> Insult to Hitler. I love that. And to uh, go back into the whole Tyrion thing. Um, the whole the dragons. The reason they, I think, uh, one of the reasons they went away is because they're depressed. They stopped eating when Danny left, and oh, they yeah. can sense she's not there. And you can tell they're depressed. And it's really, I, I like that they're actually giving these dragons, you know, more to do than just, you know, sit there and oh, roll. Yes, absolutely. What do you guys making of make of Theon leaving Sansa? Do you think he will rule the Iron Islands with his sister and take the Iron Fleet to Westeros with Danny's army? Uh, Carmine. Mm-hmm. No, he'll get captured by Ramsey again. I, I fucking guarantee you. He's going to be one of the guys that dies. He's going to yeah. be one of the guys you see on the battlefield towards the end on the cross. Because we, we did see in the lead picture that there was someone burning on the cross. Someone has been burned. A lot of people believe it's Stannis. I totally think it's Theon. He's going to be gone the entire season. He's going to show up at the end with Ramsey torturing and killing him. Interesting. <laughs> Jon Snow is in the next uh, next line since Rhaegar Targaryen is his father, hopefully. Big J, I do love the show. I forgot to mention the acting of the dwarf. Tyrion is one of the best. He steals the show for oh, me. Amazing. I would, yeah. I would yeah. drink with that little motherfucker all night. Long live. He could charm anybody. We often talk about that, Big J, about how uh, we would, uh, I would, le- I would invite Tyrion to sleep with my girlfriend. I'd be like, Tyrion, it's okay. You can do it. <laughs> you can do Tyrion. Theon's going to yeah. die, says Claire. Hopefully not because he's uh, Targaryen. Lady says they can uh, chance it if they need to, and they think I'm just bullshitting, bullshitting that I googled it. Speaking of Knight's Tale, one of the reasons I started watching Game of Thrones is because of Mark Addy. Absolutely. And dragons don't have Me a too. specific sex. I read your name and I was oh, <laughs> meeting Chaucer. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting it in comments mid, uh, mid-conversation. So yeah, I agree with what Carmine was saying. I I like the Arya stuff, but there's not enough for me to really sink my teeth into it. I think, especially with so much awesome stuff going on, I'm glad we checked in there. But it was more like, okay, we need to have Arya in this episode. Let's have a mm-hmm. scene with Arya. They mm-hmm. almost could have skipped her as well as like they did with Danny. And but I like that they're moving the plot along. So hopefully she can get into some more stuff. I don't want them to rush it, but I want to see them let her do more, and I want to get to Wolfpack. Hopefully, so. Oh, Wolfie. So let's get into. Winterfell, which we kind of talked about at the beginning, but let's I'll zip through this and then I will jump in back to the phone lines too here for a second. So uh, Winterfell, Ramsay and Roos, possibly some guards. Uh, Harold Cartstark is in the room too. They talk about Brienne killing their men or 
that Sansa couldn't have done herself. She had to have help. Ramsay basically tells Roose <laughs> they need to go to Castle Black because that's where Sansa would go. Uh, Sansa, excuse me. Ramsay says that uh, they have to storm Castle Black and take back Sansa and kill Jon Snow. Roos tells his son that you're a fucking moron if you kill the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, which is huge. The North will never ally with you. Uh, what you have to do is form alliances. Now, Cardstock speaks up and he says uh, that's what they'll have to do. They'll never align with the Starks because Rob's beheading of his father. Get over it, asshole. Har Car no, Harold says uh, we can get the Mandalays, the Umbers to align with the Cardstocks and the Boltons. Maybe I'd I'm going to keep my mouth shut here. With the support, no one could stop Cardstock's salty about his father. And Roos says uh, stop being a mad dog, Ramsey. So my question before we get into what happens here, and I'm going to bring it to Carmine first and then over to Joan Katie. Do you think... Ramsey's plan is stupid. Like we know John's dead and everything like that. Do you think Roos is right in the situation, Carmine? Uh, is he right about what? Like attacking the Night's Watch? Yeah, that that's a stupid <laughs> plan. Um, yeah. I mean, the Night's Watch is is kind of a, a long-lasting tradition in the North. I mean, at least it's one Northern House, one noble of the Northern House serves in the Night's Watch, and yeah, I think he's right. It, Actually, no, I think he's right and I think he's wrong. Some of the northern houses would find it foul play, but a lot of them just really don't give a shit anymore. I, I mean, mm -hmm. as you saw with the Karstark guys, I mean, as soon as Roos went down, he goes, watch how you speak to your lord. I'm like, eh. they're all kind of uh, douchebags. Some of them are douchebags, <laughs> yes. but some of them would care. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. Uh, Joe, Joe Katie, got anything to add to that? Or basically, I, I agree as with you. Long as, I don't, as long as I don't lose my head and my lands and my family and your crazy-ass mm -hmm. fucking psychotic fucking Ramsey doesn't come fucking burn my fucking castle down, then do whatever the fuck you want. Stay it. the fuck away from me. Yep. As Ren Renwood said, he did take on Stannis with 30 men. <laughs> uh, rest <laughs> in peace, Ruth. 20 good men. Yeah, 20, 20. Yeah, you're, you're, giving, them two, you're giving them 10 extra men. It was just but, 20 good men. And as far as that's concerned, it would behoove any one of these lords to allow this kid to live. They all know he's psychotic. They all know he's fucking crazy. They all know he's got designs on being the fucking king of the north and or lord of the north and all that shit. Fuck that. You can't have that. No, he's got to go. He's got to die. So, and every fucking lord there should know that and should actively try to kill Ramsey Bolton. Valerian the Black Dread is showing you lots of love in the chat. Joe, Joe, love it. <laughs> so net, let's just finish off the scene. Maester comes into the room where we'll go, and then we'll go to the calls. A Maester comes into the room where Ramsey and Roos are, and he says, Walt has given birth to a baby boy. <laughs> Ramsey just immediately goes, fuck. And Roos is happy. Ramsey says, congratulations. And he gets in his face. I can't wait to meet, meet uh, my brother. You'll always be my first. I... <sighs> It's it, uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> or just the fact that he hugged is is Ramsey really a hugger? Has he ever hugged you before? I would never. I don't care how well I knew Ramsey. I would never hug Ramsey, <laughs> especially in this situation. And I like this scene, and I'm not ragging on this from like I didn't believe it, but ultimately I would think that. Roos, Roos, and I agree, Carmine might have said this earlier in the show, Roos was caught up mm -hmm. in the emotion, he had a son, he was feeling, you know, didn't think about it at the moment, but ultimately, he was asking for this hugging Ramsey, you don't yeah. get that, you don't get that close to Ramsey, and again, someone mentioned, KLC mentioned the Star Wars thing, I don't, I don't want to get too into Star Wars, but same thing, you don't trust the person in that situation, no hugs, no hugs. I think, I think he just underestimated Ramsey, like, he just doesn't have the balls to kill me. He would never do that. I think you're right, maybe, Katie, that he's, think, bit. he's thinking that ultimately this bastard, he, he uh, 
deifies me too much to to kill me. He looks up. Mm. I'm the one that made him who he is in every possible way. He'd never mm. actually do that to me. He wouldn't be legitimized if it wasn't for me. It wouldn't be this if it wasn't yeah. for me. So he probably you're probably right. He's blinded to Ramsey. Or you see this a lot in movies and television shows and things. Oh, I did. I thought you're conning. You're this. You're that. I thought you did it to everyone else, but not to me. Mm-hmm. So he probably never thought that he would actually come to him. But Ramsey stick, <laughs> sticks a blade in him and fucking kills him right there. Ramsey uh, sticks a blade in a Roos's gutter chest. They embrace. No one in the room moves a muscle. The only people that are in there are the Maester and the Cardstark guy, and they both just kind of go, uh, okay. And then okay, Ram- that's happening. Ramsey says, send a raven to the northern houses and tell them that Roos has been poisoned by his enemies. And he go, and the uh, ma- maester goes, blah, 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 blah. and he goes, no, repeat it back to me, motherfucker. Repeat it back. <laughs> <laughs> and he repeats it back and Cardstock goes, you're, you're talking to the Lord. Use some fucking respect. Get the baby. No, she's resting. Get the fucking baby. So the next uh, scene is, this is fucking horrible. This is fucking horrible. Horrible shit right here. This See, is- and he just did. I was wondering, like, why did he let her have the baby anyways? And it was just so he could kill it and experience the baby death. Oh, God. This is fucking... But you got to feel bad for him. He's been going through a lot lately, guys. Oh. He just lost his one true love. you got to let him express himself. Joe, I know you're speaking facetiously, but let's get to the real point here and the thing that's most important <laughs> from this scene, that these dogs have been fed really good lately. Mm-hmm. That that they fed them uh, Miranda last week and a couple weeks ago and now they're getting getting uh, the baby and Roos and uh, these dogs have oh, never eaten puppies. any better. So Ramsey ends up in a really sadistic evil scene. Ramsey locks Walda in the kennel and sicks the dogs on her and it's a really horrifying scene. Uh, Game of Thrones went there and that's one yeah. thing. Oh. That's yeah. one thing you can say about you can say a lot of things. Game of Thrones is one of the only shows that has the balls to pull off a scene like this and make mm-hmm. it work. And I think the scene worked. Um, I don't know about you guys. Carmine, what did you think of of, of your of Ramsey tossing tossing the baby for dog food in that moment? I, I, I got I to go with Bill. I, I hope Bill doesn't mind me putting this in my video. But, yeah, the whole uh, dogs eating Walda and her baby is pretty much a combo meal. I, I fucking love it. <laughs> I thought it was great. It, it goes with Ramsey's sadisticness. Like, I wouldn't expect anything yeah. less from, like, the Joker of Westeros. Big Mac so. and a slider, says Critch. Yeah. yeah, super beef and some nuggets super on the side. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, I was unhappy with Roos dying, says uh, Amy. Uh, Sir Ogvern Lichterstein says, uh, Roos is way more interesting character than Ramsey. Didn't think he would die being mm-hmm. so dumb, and I really wanted him to die from a Stark. Ramsey and Roos were going to kill each other. The survivor would fight John. Ramsey dies in bed. Ba- Probably dies in battle. I agree with the same thing. I think Ram- oh, I think yeah. John's gonna get some revenge on Ramsey this season as well. But uh, so. but I think I think generally, I'm I like Ramsey Snow. I think he's an interesting character. But I'm I like I always liked uh, Roos a little bit better too. I, I was I I mm. like the character of Roos Bolton. I think he's extremely interesting. I don't get into the whole you know book for a show. I was extremely creeped out by him in the books and i like how rob sends him away because he's so creeped out by him i i like his vibe in that situation i think the actor brought something very different to roos and i think worked as well on the show it just didn't get explored as much as i would have liked them to show it because unlike with someone like stannis where i feel like they did i didn't quite like the books the show representation compared to the books i have to say roos was different but i still liked roos a lot on the show i just feel like he wasn't explored enough rams he got a lot of the time in mm. Bolton family stuff and that's okay but 
but it's worth toasting a drink to the uh, the actor did an excellent job in the show and create and created a unique character in Roos that that was wasn't necessarily on the page. So uh, so got to give that guy credit. So Roos was a really good character. People say, does Ramsey have to give uh, the silver back that was paid to Roos for every pound of Walter? I don't know. <laughs> Exorcist, the beginning, John walks into ghosts. Okay, so let's start to take a couple calls here. Let's take our first call, which is, I think, from our good friend SM Down. <laughs> so uh, welcome back, buddy. How's it going? Hey, what's up? I just wanted to say to uh, Red Team Review, the reason why Brand is so much older than he is in the books is every person is. I mean, you yeah, need oh, to no, I know that. Everybody would to every up. single have, character uh, there is. Otherwise, it wouldn't be legal to shoot because all these characters. What was that, Carmine? Sorry, I, I muted you. You're still on the line, buddy. I'll bring you back on. What did you um, want to say, Carmine? I, I know that. I know everybody's uh, is is much older in the show because you can't have a 14 year old Amelia Clark as Daenerys being raped by Cal Drogo. Yeah, I know that, but he's he still grew up a little too fast, and you can yeah. always tell. Like in the show. Bram was supposed to be like 10 to 11 years old. In the books, he's like mm -hmm. eight. Now, caller, yeah. call what's going on? Uh, you, you can respond to that, Connor. <laughs> uh, well, that that happens when you when when the act has to take a year off and like people just don't stop aging. Yeah. And besides which, when he Puberty was back in the, um, in the, uh, as like out of the dream sequence, I actually believe he was still as young as he was when we left off with him. Yeah. Like I liked yeah. his acting to make his um his voice childlike. I didn't I didn't mind it like Phil did. And also the the, the scene that I thought was the most useless. You guys were talking about some scene that you thought was useless. I thought the most useless scene was Cersei and Tommen because I just do not care about either of those two. <laughs> <laughs> like, I did not. Great call, buddy, and uh, and great to, great to hear uh, from you. I'm with you there, Sasson. So let's I'm take let's take a couple more calls. Uh, clear the phone lines before we go back to our recap here. And again, I like to say huge thanks to everyone that's checking us out. Another all time high for us tonight, and people checking us out live. And another huge thank you to Carmine from Red Team Review for joining us again this week. It was such a big yeah. episode. We could not have Carmine on again. Appreciate everyone that's come over to this channel. The uh, Devin that shared the channel and Carmine, who have been really awesome in promoting us and putting us out there and bringing oh, a yeah. lot of new people so we cannot say enough thanks and I, I know I'm just uh, Carmine's like yeah I don't fuck, stop fucking kissing my ass on the air but I j huge thanks to Carmine for <laughs> all the alright man you know I love you all the shit I love you too buddy you're fucking uh, awesome shit thank you for all the help buddy okay enough of that enough of that shit Carmine you fucking suck you piece of shit asshole fuck you fuck you <laughs> fuck you you, you fucking <laughs> cock sucking prick fuck you okay I just had to get that <laughs> now I feel better so uh, let's take a few more calls here yeah, uh, Errol's right with the world. Yeah, right with the world. He's a, I call Carmine an asshole. It's, it's everything feels good. Someone's happy out there. They're I love just, you, bro. Love you, bro. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> welcome to welcome to the show, caller. What's going on? Can you hear me, call Area code two one four. I'm with you. I'm gonna put. Oh, you there? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't. Really, I didn't know that was me. So uh, I wanted to say now that we've got John back, I think they have to kill Melisandre because from now on, if they don't kill Melisandre, uh, we're just gonna feel like that Melisandre should revive X character since we know that she does have that power now. I feel like they have to get rid of her or else that kind of removes some of the stakes. And I also feel like uh, they have to kill off Ramsey this season because he killed a baby and <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, just and that's we don't allow you that baby really, stuff. Yeah, no lower you can go. That's cross. I'm with you on that one, Kelsey. And I think they need to Lazarus Pith Lazarus. 
hit the Melisandre being able to bring. They can't just have her be be the band aid every time John gets cut here. You yeah, bring him back no, every single time. No. So I, I definitely yeah, see where yeah. you're going with that. Excellent point as always, good buddy. Let's take another call. Area code three two one. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, this is Timo again. Hey, Timo. Okay, so I'm going to try to defend Ramsey. Uh-oh, here we go. I have to try. Here we go. I, yeah, I, I have to try. I'm, I'm going to turn off the camera for a second and have technical difficulties because I'm going to enjoy this. Okay, go for it, Timo. Okay. All right. So first of all, he killed Bruce. Bruce killed Rob. Did, did everybody, like, just forget that? Who? We need, we need that vengeance. He killed Rob Stark. Rob we Stark? No, Timo, Timo. Rob Stark killed himself because he couldn't keep his dick in his pants. Oh, well, let's no. all be honest no, for no, a minute no, here. No, no. If, if Bruce and Bruce, Ramsey's Bruce betrayed, switched Bruce and Ramsey was betraying Rob. Rob, we all know Ramsey would have, you know, cut Rob's head off, fucked his head, and done something completely <laughs> worse. <laughs> so continue, Timo. Well, well, sorry. We don't know that yet. Okay. So and threatening Ramsey. Bruce has been threatening Ramsey for like how many seasons now? He even brought up the fact that John is a bastard, and you know he keeps throwing up that whole bastard thing. And oh, I'm gonna have a son. I'm gonna have a son. He, he's doing that. So Ramsey, it's like a survival of the fittest kind of thing. Ramsey's yeah, like, well, shit, I'm I have dead. to kill him because if I don't, then. I'm going back with the dogs, you know? Mm. So he killed Walder mm -hmm. Frey. Mm -hmm. Now, or Wald, whatever her name is, Fat Walder, whatever. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I was kind of happy to finally see a Frey dead. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Finally. Fair I enough. I know Frey and a Bolton. But I was kind of happy. <laughs> finally, a Frey is dead. <laughs> very, very so. good, very good point, Timo. I think, I think ultimately, out of all the points that you made, that's the best one. But we can celebrate right now that two, that uh, a Frey and a half was dead. It isn't just one Frey. Yes. If we want to include the baby, the baby's half Frey too. So a Frey, a yeah. Bolton yeah. Frey baby that no, could have been. Bolton. Oh, it is a Bolton. You're right, but has the yep. has the uh, has the blood of both. Right. Has the blood of both. Yep. The old bullet and the, and okay, two so the, yeah, one and a half phrase and, and one and a half, half Bolton. Bill, get over here and I'll pass it, buddy. Get <laughs> yeah. over here, buddy. But uh, Timo. Right, so that's all I got. That's all I got right now. I'm still working on a better explanation for the baby part. No, <laughs> <laughs> but but I I like where your head is. I, I love it, Timo. Have a great night, Timo. Great call, Timo, as always. I lo love to hear from you, Timo. Great stuff. Uh, Ramsey needs to dies in battle this season. I'm with us uh, as someone in the... Oh, sorry, scrolling down for some reason. I wouldn't scroll down. Uh, two and a half... Yeah, two and a half phrase, the new sitcom by Chuck no. Lorre. Ladies and gentlemen, this fall on the CW, two and a half phrase. <laughs> Starring Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez. No, uh... Emilio. Emilio. Okay, let's take a few more calls before we get back to the recap. The calls are too great tonight. I love this new system. This really works so much better. Uh, let's take this call right here. Uh, welcome to the show, caller. What's going on? This is you, area code. Uh, two yes, welcome. Oh, hey. Um, so I'm going to share the conversation to uh, Jon Snow. Please. So uh, do you guys think that Jon Snow has learned some of the lessons that he... Uh, should have learned back in previous seasons oh. when he let certain enemies live and now that he has this opportunity now that he's back do you think he's going to take advantage of this and become like a more ruthless person like ramsey or how do you think that's going to go down interesting question interesting question i'm oh. going to answer that with john snow knows nothing but uh but what, what do you he think what do you think katie what do you think do you think john snow uh, carmine kind of said he thinks that maybe he'll lose a little bit of his compassion coming yeah. back what, what do you think katie 
Well, that's where I, I was going to take it. Like, I kind of agree with Carmine that he is going to lose a little. I mean, he's he's got to be a little colder when he comes back. He's lost a little bit of what, uh, I mean, soul, for lack of a better term. And that might have helped to harden him into that place. Oh, yeah. That's what she people. that's what she said. Harden him. Thinking, yeah. No, I, I think okay. he's he's not going to lose any Picturing compassion. John Hard, huh? uh, I think he's going to just be uh, more cautious, maybe. But I, I, I maybe maybe I just hope he doesn't. Maybe I'm just you know being a an optimist here, but I, I'm hoping he, it doesn't change him. I'm hoping it doesn't like he doesn't lose that that noble Stark thing that got. Ned killed well, and got him killed, well, fa- but now maybe he can be more cautious. In fairness, of Joe. Like- in fairness, Joe. Beric lost a lot, but he never lost the 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 will to fight for what he believed in to a certain extent. He just lost yeah. something else. He was still fighting the fighting the good fight to a certain extent. So I think yeah, he'll more lose think, yeah. his memories or some aspects of his personality. But I think who he is, that Stark inside, will probably always remain in some level. So let's take another call. Area code 814. You are on the air. <laughs> hey, I just want to say first, hey, Carmine, I've been a fan of yours, you know, since you started on YouTube, man. Oh, really? Holy shit, that's been two years. Goddamn, thank you. Yeah, man, I've been with you since the beginning. My question's for anybody. This You're going to think this is pretty funny. Would you spend an hour in bed with Granny <laughs> Melisandre yes. if you could be king of the Seven Kingdoms? Ooh, we'll, we'll take this, oh, let's take this to Carmine. Sure, absolutely, then. <laughs> okay, Joe, Joe, it's an absolutely. We know that. Carmine, let's uh, let's send that to you. It's nice. like, that's just oh, icing on the cake. Yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. Um... Fuck. Uh, well, can I ask you this? Can can I be glamored into thinking she's young? Is, is that allowed? I'm no. gonna I'm gonna allow it. No, but you can have her take her teeth out. <laughs> you can have her take uh, her teeth out. Oh, great, Joe. Do I really want to be ki- king of the seven kingdoms that badly? I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. It seems every every king nowadays is dying off like flies. Yeah, kings, I don't want to be king that badly. Kings are dying. All I know is that oh, that night, at least I'll be king for a night, in spite of the seven. I just want to jump. Hell, yeah. I just want to jump in the chat before it scrolls by. Bill says I'd fuck her to death. Hell yeah, Joe. <laughs> the guy who killed that crow has a bronze statue of my dad. Bring some lube, says Drew Kodak. Or, or yeah, old man. Dude. Yes, we, we, someone's got to bring it up the um the murder death kill with uh murder fuck kill with uh old nan and uh in old oh, melisandre Jesus and stuff like that Dude, i want the three-way Can oh I we already did that last week with uh lady olena lady olena always wins okay this is a new caller i believe area code 631 welcome caller you're on the air how's it going nice nice i made it as john it's john snow how are you guys oh john snow dude how are you feeling man Nah, oh man, I feel good that I finally woke up. I tell you that much. Oh, good oh, to hear yeah. you, buddy. Good, about time, dude. About time. The ghost was barking at you, running around. It's great. It's great to hear your voice, man. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, let me give a question because I know you got guys waiting. So I just want to know what you guys think of about the whole Cersei plot, man. I know people don't like Cersei. You know, I know Phil likes her here and there. I love her personally, but um, the the hug that she gives Tommen. Do you see that as a um, a love hug or a devious hug? Ooh. Like, how do you guys see that? Okay, uh, Joe, what do you think? Do you think Cersei is is kind of forgiving him in that nature, or do you think that hug was a little bit more devious? I don't know. Lancel's getting kind of old. Lancel hasn't been around. Things aren't good between her and Jamie. <laughs> good. You know? good. Joe, good. Joe, good. 
Good answer, Joe. Good. Answer. Does anyone else have anything to add to that? I, I think that I think that's a good place no, to leave that. I think I think Joe Joe has the ultimate answer on that one. Okay, so suck up for them toe heads. Uh, next. Well, I, I gotta say, I think that was a, a devious hug because, in that sense, didn't Tommen just basically say, "Hey, look, control me." Yes. Yep. Yeah. I'll you are hundred percent right on that, Carmine. Let me be your puppet, Mama. Let me, yeah, let me be your puppet. I can't. I, I, I've been swayed by the wrong people. Help me, mom. Help me. Bail me out of this yep. shit, mom. So you're, you're absolutely right on that one. Let's take us, Cersei L. You're our only hope. <laughs> Welcome, area code two one three. What's going on? Hey, Phil, Joe, Katie Crow. It's Walking David. Hey, Walking David. How's it going, buddy? Good, you guys. Uh, awesome fucking episode. I was watching with my buddies. It was fantastic. But uh, what I was going to do was just uh, give you a little bit of wishful thinking on what I hope happens with Jon Snow. And uh, give it to what us. I'm really hoping is that uh, with Sir Alistair and Ollie, they got him out there on fucking chopping blocks to see their fate. And all of a sudden, Sir Davos hands John Longclaw and he comes out in his fucking black long ass coat you know with his new little haircut and everything <laughs> and then just gives gives the crowd what i'm going to call the baratheon look and then just chops them both in one good swipe just simultaneous oh, i like it i like He's it strong. walking david thank you my friend love it you got it Good, but at Walking David, awesome dude, uh, awesome talented motherfucking dude. Check out some of his stuff if you haven't subscribed to the Walking David. Really awesome guy. Uh, let's jump in the chat. Joe, don't mind sucking toes. <laughs> Hands off by Ollie. Cer <laughs> Cersei's hug is he's mine. Let's take this call right here. Area code eight eight one six. Welcome caller. Oh my. Oh There's my. a lot of great Joe talk. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the show, caller. Can you hear me? Hey, hello. Hey, what's going on? You're on the air. What's up? Hey, I'm such a huge fan. I'm so excited. Hey, Carmine, you were the first person I ever subscribed to for Game of Thrones oh, series. Yeah. I'm such that's a huge fan. I'm so honored to be talking to you right now. Oh, well, you can talk to me anytime you want. Go ahead. What's, oh yeah, what's, yeah. What's yeah. Joe, and, Joe and I are going to take. Joe and I are going to mute ourselves. Uh, you guys have a little conversation <laughs> no, right now. Forget we subscribed to. So um, my question is. <laughs> What Would do you, you guys think us? is going to happen in the next episode? Oh like you, we saw how they said himself. that they had like a, they said they had a gift for Ramsey. So do you think they're going to offer them uh, uh, the little boy and Alsha? Do you think the, those are who are um, burning on the cross? Yeah, that's to you, Carmine. What do you think? What do you think the, uh, the gift I, offers? I, I definitely think it's it's either it's Theon and maybe I I, I want to think that Asha has more of a purpose. So. Yeah. Oh, I hope. No, not so, Asha Greyjoy. O o Osha, the the wildling, and then yeah, she's Yara. Yeah, That's yeah, who I think it is. Yeah. Because Osha, remember, they went the to, they went to the uh, to the Umbers. So I'm thinking yeah, maybe that's that, like that's their gift that they're offering they, Ramsey. Do you think that could be it? Yeah, I think that they may. I I I have to believe for a fucking reason that they kept Rickon alive all this time for something. I mean, mm. maybe Osha, um, and um, Theon. I, I'm going to assume. Yeah. Hmm. I'm thinking it's Rick. I, I I'm thinking it probably is Rickon. I don't know why. I just have a feeling that he's pro he's what the gift is. But I don't know. It's going to be very interesting because of the oh you like games, little man thing that we heard earlier that I was convinced is Ramsey. But uh, but thank you so much for calling in, caller. Really appreciate that. 
You really think Ramsey is above killing little? Oh, no, no, no! Him. I think he's killing that little son of a bitch. I think he's. I think yeah. he's gonna try. I think he's torturing gonna torturing, torturing and, and fucking murdering. No, I. If, if you play the Telltale game, he's not above killing kids. No, so. definitely not. <laughs> God, that game's horrible. Nowhere near. I mean, horrible no. in a good Dude, way. And, and, and even in the books, Reek is the one that kind of tells Theon to murder the Miller boys. Yep. That's true. That is true, Joe. And let's take another call. Erico 228. Welcome to the Which show. Which he probably was so psyched about. Like, just Ooh, knowing Ramsey now, like, getting Theon to do that was probably, like, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, caller. Hey, How's it hey, going? Joe, calm down, man. You got a caller on the line. Yeah. Ex- <laughs> thank you, caller. I've been trying to tell him to do that for years, and that you do it very well, buddy. Thank you. It's it's your show right now. Yes, indeed, man. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for having me on, man. And yes, one time in a long time, I would have been new to Carmine. He is one of the best, man. And shout out to Phil for bringing this all together, Joe and Katie. Thank you so much, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. Great call, my friend. Really do appreciate that. Let's take uh, this caller right here. What's going on, buddy? Hello? Hey, you're on the air. What's going on? Okay. um, I wanted to go back to the the Lannisters, um, especially that one guy that was bragging about Cersei. Yep. You know, the way he treats Mm. her and stuff, the way he talks about the Lannisters – it sounds like they're not very popular in King's Landing, and yeah. and if the religion is a part of the peasants, then there's a good chance that there's an uprising up in the role. What do you think mm-hmm. about that? I do. Both I I do think, uh, Carmine. What do you think about that? Uh, what about how uh, the Lancers are are, are unpopular? Do you think there's going to be an uprising with the people of King's Landing when everything? What do you think is going to be the fate of King's Landing by the end of the season? Would be probably a better question. Oh God, I I I'm kind of subscribing to the whole theory that Cersei will become like a mad queen type of person mm. and try to burn everything down. Ooh. I mean, if Tommen dies, she's done. Like that is her Very last good. mental pillar, yes. I guess you could say. When yeah. when he dies, uh, she's done. And I really, it, it's it's almost Shakespearean in a way to say that mm. when Cersei goes insane and wants to kill everybody in the city, Jamie may come and he may have to do his job. Yeah. Does car go? Does car cock like stank fox? I don't know. I just had to read that comment. That's funny. Uh, I'm so with you on that shit, Carmen. I really think yeah. that's what's going to be the uh, the final nail in it all. And uh, huge thank you, uh, Joey Gomes. Thank you for being a new sub, and thank you to anyone that's jumped in. If you're enjoying this video and you're liking all of our bullshit tonight, please subscribe for all season for lots of Game of Thrones talk. We do this, and we also do a feedback show every week, so please check it out and subscribe for all of our live Game of Thrones streams. We can't wait. It's going to be a really fun season. If this episode is any indication of what the rest of the season is going to be, now... As Carmine said this earlier in the episode, and it's very true, the season start. We're we're here now. This is this is it. This is this is where. Yeah, we're in it now, Katie. We're in it. In the thick of it all. Yeah. So let's take this call. We're gonna clear the phone decks and get back to the recap here. Welcome, uh, Erico two hundred five. How's it going? Hey, I had one question. Please. Do you think Melisandre resurrected John, or do you think? Ghost had to wait to be alone with John for John to ward back into Melisandre. I mean, not Melisandre, into himself because he's not as strong a warrior as Bran. Hmm. Very. In- they ended. Oh, sorry. I, I ended up. I ended up uh, cutting you off before the end of your call. Please call back in if you want to finish. Had anything else to say? I think that. Oh, gosh, I think it was the. Re- 
the red god that did it. I think it had nothing really to do with Melisandre. I think John was needed and she kind of went through the motions of it and he I maybe something she, she was did the conduit. Conduit, she yeah. Was... A, con a conduit. Again, I Carmine's going to roll his eyes going to bring up Star Trek here, but in Deep Space 9 when the Par Wraith <laughs> needs to take over Jake Sisko's body, it was something it like a conduit. It goes to a conduit to do the power things. Yeah, there's a coupling in the Smishmahoo's in the fucking Schmidt version, and that's why Star Trek rolled. With rolled. the tachyon stream. Yeah, and all that sort of shit, yeah. But ultimately, I think it was maybe uh, the, the red power worked through Melisandre, but it, was re it wasn't anything Melisandre did. Same as with, with it was just, it's, it's chosen. It's, it's almost her, what I think a lot of people said this last week, her giving up, her losing mm -hmm. her faith almost faith, gave yeah. her the power in the sense in the same way that Thor Samir had the same power when he gave up on his faith in the sense. So, uh, Carmine, is Mel your, still your favorite girl in the show? Uh, my favorite girl has to be uh, Sophie Turner as Sansa. Oh, my God. I fucking love. Oh, she's so hot. I love her. Yeah. Wait, is she 18 yet? Can I say oh, that? Oh, she's 20, dude. She's 20. Oh, I checked. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm in the clear. Yeah, I love her. I yeah, she's hot. Her. Yeah, that's the one. Me too. <laughs> I'm with you, Carmen. Okay, let's take two more calls, and then we'll get back to the uh, get back to the recap, because I think these are two new callers. Area code 989. What's going on, caller? 989. Oh, hey. It's, it's Bill again. Um, hey, Bill. Hey, I... I mentioned this in the chat a little bit, but I want to, here's my my theory and hope, and then if I were the writer, how I would do it at this point. Because you know how in the books, I won't spoil anything, but there's the Northern Conspiracy, there's the Manderleys, there's that scene with the phrase that we mm -hmm. want to see. But um, here's the thing. Like, the Umbers supposedly have Rick and, and Osha, and mm -hmm. here's how they, if the Umbers and Manderleys get together and try to conspire against the Boltons, they can hand over Rick and, but really... They got with John in its Ollie in Rickon's place. They say it's Rickon, and they <laughs> trick the Boltons that way. Oh, dude! I, and Ollie really gets played. Oh, and Ollie gets played. I, I like I like where your head's at, Bill Sotheby. I like where your fucking head's at, buddy. Holy shit! We got a uh, restricted number. Ooh, this that. this is scary. Let's take the restricted yeah. number. Welcome uh -oh. number. How's it going? Uh oh. Can hey, you... is it me? Yes, you were on the line. What's going on, buddy? Hey, awesome. Hey, awesome, guys. I'm calling from Mexico. Dude. I have a question for you, Carmine, big fan. Uh, Balon in the books uh, dies, but it's only suspected that the crows had killed him. And uh, I like this suspicion together with the three leashes that Melisander burns with royal blood. So how could, how could the crows possibly go to that part of the castle without being noticed? What do you guys think about that? I, I think it was... Oh, you, we ended up losing your call. But, Carmine, what do you think about the call we're saying? Um, in the books, it, it's it's rumored that Euron killed Balon, right? Yeah, it is rumored. There's some talk that maybe it was a faceless man. Uh, there's some speculation that uh, that, that or there's a theory out there that was maybe it was faceless man, maybe it was Balon. Uh, it's, it's, it's still relatively unclear. Well, um, also in the books, I think Euron... Uh, supposedly encountered the warlocks of Karth, because in the show he did say he's been to Karth, so it's possible that he may have gotten some kind of information from the warlocks about how to do that little uh, magic trick they do. Remember that mm, season two? Yeah, they the uh, little teleporting thing. Let me stab you, yeah. stabby, stabby thing. The uh, mm -hmm. ooh, I've been a Sansa fan. Danny is where it's at. We need nudity back in her contract. Yeah. Oh God. 
Yeah. I, I think Joe Joe has gone on for hours and hours about how in Carmine. This is this is the no, this Joe. Is, let, me, let me tell you this right now, Joe. Save the fucking uh, trouble because of these feminists. Oh my fucking Christ. Oh my god. Oh. These feminists will not shut the fuck up. About what? About the whole Dan. I, I agree with you. Like you think Danny should be nude in scenes that are necessaries for her to be nude? Yeah. Yeah. Titties. Just... Titties, titties. Who gives a what the fuck is wrong with people? Ah, was... People are fucking retarded. <sighs> Big J, Big J, you think Jon Snow seen a white light? Yeah, you see the white light and came back. Big J, welcome, welcome to the fucking chat. Danny sees a vision <laughs> like, of a man. Like, and I want to, I want to get this straight here too. I am not above full frontal male. Give me, give me big swinging dingaling. Give it to the ladies. <laughs> Let's get like, what the fuck is the problem? We half the population got one set, the other half got the other, and we're always trying to get it on with something so equal opportunity i just want to make it clear we are equal opportunity genitalia here so bill says danny sees a vision of a man with no face in a stormy bridge with a crow in his shoulder which is supposed to be a faceless man hired by a crow's eye to kill balon love this episode i love boobs says polio please stop uh stop stating tumblr feminists are true feminists it's only fair uh john schroeder tits fuck uh being nude has nothing to do with feminism free the titties titties are good boobs are number one uh big little flat she's an actor not a woman Yes, uh, big dinglings. We need dinglings. Naked Sansa would make me faint. Haha, -ha. give me some man dingling. <laughs> Balon has been dead for 15 years. I'm reading the chat if people don't know what I'm doing. Mel's music Thanks is creepy as awesome. Whoa, does he want to see naked? Free the nipple. Hashtag free the nipple from Carmine. Big sigh from the crow who's <laughs> like boys club hair. Rick, white walkers built the ice wall to protect themselves from humans, but they, uh, but with the wildlings, they can't reproduce, so they need a new war. <laughs> one, one nude in the next episode. So says Iron Throne. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Give give me oh, yeah. hashtag <laughs> give me Joe's dick. Hashtag make Thrones <laughs> nude again. Hap don't, don't hashtag don't free, hype free the tits. <laughs> hashtag Joe's boobs. Oh, we got so much awesome dust. Oh, I, you, you can find yeah, the yeah, videos, videos out there with my boobs. It, you can find them. It exists. Let's take a couple more calls and then we'll go back here. We're pretty much covering everything in the calls. I'm gonna yada yada through a lot of the rest of the recap. So let's take two more calls and then get back to the recap. I keep saying that. That's like two more calls. Back to the recap. Erica code 601. What's going on? Hello. Hi. Welcome to the show. Hi. Yes. Do you think that Jon Snow is going to be like a maniac now that he's back from the dead? I do. I like, hope. I think they're going to make him way more interesting. Katie. You know, that's been a big argument about his character. Is that he's boring, which I've always loved him. <laughs> Katie, Katie, I, you said you hope not. I hope so, Katie. I want to see. I want to see Jon Snow not giving a fuck. Hack, hacking Bolton's to bits. Let's yeah, take. See, that's, I can. I can dig that. Well, yeah. I just don't want him to go all Bolton-minded. Right. I know. I hear you. Let's take one that's more call and then back to the recap. Fine. Area code four hundred seven. What's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? It's Danny. Hey, Danny. What's going on, buddy? Um, just wanted to, just wanted to ask you guys. Um. If we count with episode 10 of last season, it's been every episode they've been killing off like a main cast member. Do you guys think they're going to continue that now with everything kind of coming to a close? Mm -hmm. Every episode? <laughs> I think I think every episode, I think this season's going to be, I think this scene's going to, this whole season's going to be that Metallica album, Kill Em All. Well, yeah, yeah. I, th I think we're killing them all. Okay, so our next scene that we get into, just to get back into our recap here, Sansa, Brienne, Theon, and Podrick. Sansa asks about Arya. Brienne explains that the last time she saw her, she was with the Hound. They talk about Arya wasn't dressed like a lady. Oh, yeah, that's she's not gonna be dressed like a lady. What happens at Winterfell? Sansa, do, Sansa doesn't answer. Uh, she should have gone with Brienne. She says she had the chance, and 
Brienne's nice about it and says we all make difficult choices. Podrick's in the bathroom, back, bathroom background lighting a fire, <laughs> and Theon does not like fire. Sansa says we need to go to Castle Black with Jon, and Theon says we can't because he betrayed the Stark so much that Jon will kill him immediately, which I agree with. Sansa says uh, she can explain. I, I can explain everything to Jon that the boys weren't Brandon Rickon, but but uh, Reek. I always said Reek. Theon says, listen, I betrayed Rob. Uh, there's no way in fucking hell on earth that John isn't going to fucking kill me. You don't get it. Nope. You don't and get it, Sansa. He, even if John doesn't kill him, he's not going to have any kind of life there at the fucking wall. And They're gonna, it's going to be hell for No, him. it's going to be hell. You can take the black. I don't want to take the black. I don't want to be forgiven for what I did. But I have to say, this is one slight, not even nitpicky thing, but it was obvious. There was definitely a little Lord of the Ringsness to the way, uh, to the way Theon goes to Sansa, and I would have taken you all the way to the wall. I would have carried, I would have carried you, Mister Frodo. I would have carried you all the way, Mister Frodo. She, he kind of gives her a speech like that, but, uh, but yeah, he asked to take a horse, and he's heading home. And I think, I think we talked about this earlier in the episode. A couple people, uh, Carmine said it, and, and I, I'm curious what. Uh, do you think Carmine said he doesn't think he's gonna he's gonna be captured at some point? Joe and Katie, do you think that Theon will actually make it back to Pike? No, hmm. no. I think no. the gift is I think the gift is Reek. I think it's oh, yeah. I think Reek is um. We just heard a list of the things, uh, not even complete list of the things that Reek did that was really fucked, you know. And they came out of his mouth, and I think that was to remind us that this is a really fucked up person that deserves most of the shit that's about to happen to him and and that we are going to see in the future. he knows he deserves it, and I think that's what he's kind of Joe, why does big cock sound so dirty coming out of your mouth, Joe? Uh, doesn't sound as dirty as Big Black Car coming out of yours. Oh, gosh. So they argue about <laughs> Balon being... being. Uh, sh- so then we go to Pike, and we uh, they argue about Balon being shitty. Uh, fucking uh, Ash... Excuse me. Yara. Yara in... Gene, I got Yara. Big Black cock on my on my card here, Yara and Yara Asha and Balon, they go back and forth. Uh this talks about how the Glovers took back Deepwood Mont. Uh they argue about Balon being shitty and about basically just about how he can't hold any lands and there were sea people and that we need to take advantage of it. I'm just gonna yada yada through this. They have an argument that eventually Balon ends up on a dark stormy bridge at night. He walks up to the bridge, he sees a hooded figure on the other end who is Euron Greyjoy. Now uh, if people don't know about Euron Greyjoy, Carmine, do you want to tell us a little bit about no, Euron Greyjoy? About Euron Greyjoy, this is our introduction to Euron. But for as far as like show goes, show yeah, goes. Euron Greyjoy is one of uh, is one of uh, Balon's younger younger siblings. Um, he he's just an insane guy. At one point, he's had it. He had a dragon egg, but he got pissed off at it, so he threw it in the ocean. He supposedly has this really. I'm not gonna spoil it, but he has this. I would say in turn in, in the books, and hopefully they do this in the television show. Euron is probably the biggest threat to Danny right now. Mm, yep. With what he has in his possession. He is probably the biggest threats to Danny, the dragons, and probably next to the White Walker, all of Westeros. Euron is the storm, says someone in the uh, chat right now. Isn't he a king? Uh, I don't understand. Uh, he's, yeah, he's there have the, been uh, the anyone notice how well Yara Asha has aged? Yes, the the show even uh, whitewashes some he's characters definitely Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. So uh so I am the drowned god, he says. He makes Balon fall off the bridge, <laughs> and uh here 
scared you lost your mind. He throws him off, and he and Balon falls down like Wiley e. Coyote trying to chase the uh, the Roadrunner. So then we get a Viking funeral where Balon gets uh, sent off to water, and we kind of get. Uh, Yara, Yara. Ta Yara talking to uh talking to the other wasn't that uh Theon's uncle, the one that became the priest, the other yep. Balon's uh so. one of Balon's mm -hmm. other brothers, and uh they talk about the king's moot and you may rule one day. So that's our introduction to the Greyjoys. And I I'm gonna go to both of you guys on this one, but Joe, I know you're not the biggest Greyjoy fan. How did you feel about the reintroduction of the Greyjoys? Well, I feel much the same way I did in the books. I feel like, oh, come on, just get with the shit I actually care about. I don't care about this. You just, you left them out of last season almost fucking entirely mm -hmm. for Christ's sake. So, like, it's been so long since, like, as an audience, we've seen even Balin for the Christ's sake since what, like, season two? Yeah. Like, I, I'm just, I. I'm not going to, I don't want to argue was, with you too much, but I, I got to say just for whatever my worth, I was a little bit more interested in the Greyjoy stuff than I have been in the past. That's all I, all I want to say to you, but continue, just, Joe. Oh. Yeah, well, the only other thing that I, I was bummed in the books, how it all kind of ends up at the King's mood ends up to begin with. So, and I don't want to really, yeah, don't, don't get too into so. that. Don't get into that too right. much. So, uh, it, and, and, um, I don't know. I, I, I could, I could, I could live without it. I guess uh, that's all. Down how about, how about you, Katie? I wasn't super psyched about it. I kind of thought it was uh, a little cheesy, like, like you said, um, like you got that, like, shut the fuck up, Joe. <laughs> you know that, like, Lord of the Rings thing that you got from the, you know, saying goodbye there. I, I kind of felt the same way about. Good night, Al. About this shit on the bridge, it felt like. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, here's this guy, and he's mm. oh, he's all sinister, and he is the fucking highway and the magic carpet ride and all this fucking bullshit, and and like throws Balin, this badass who's launched rebellions and shit, off the off the bridge to his death in his own fucking palace and kingdom. It just, it was weird. It seemed out of place to me, and I actually kind of liked the way it happened in the books a little better. And that was still weird and fucking out of place, and just all of a sudden, like here it is. So. <laughs> Um, Carmine, what did you think of the Greyjoy stuff in this episode? I like the Greyjoy stuff, but I, I kind of agree with uh, Joe. Wait, Joe, you said like you, you kind of hate how it, they put him in so late. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I gotta agree with that. I I fucking hate. They really should have introduced Euron last season. Yep. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, cut the Sir Gilly scenes and uh, actually put in you know some interesting stuff. <laughs> yeah, that can't argue. Katie, do you have anything to add about the Greyjoy stuff? Uh, well, I just think Yara said it all in a nutshell we're sea people what the hell do we want with farmland let's stick to our islands and consolidate our forces here and hang out where we belong we're salty fuckers i agree with joe that uh klc says i agree with joe that the hood reveal lol i agree that jamie is a good one the show gets jamie really great in terms of being morally great character uh well is littlefinger a hero or a vi villain is jamie a hero or a villain uh is littlefinger a hero or a villain i would say littlefinger is is as close to a villain as we have have in, in the sense because uh, of or just a very he's classic villain he's like i can't you he's, must yeah, pay the rent i can't pay the rent he's selfish i think he's i think he's working to his own agenda okay so so after, and anybody have anything else they want to say about the Greyjoy stuff before we move on? 
No, we could be done with them. We can be done with it. Fuck <laughs> jo- Nicholas says, fuck Joe and his opinions. We do not sell. Winds of Winter chapter is about the Greyjoy saying a feat to see Danny. Ryan says, so wait, are there scenes in this season from Dance of Dragons book? I didn't read them, but I find I but I find that interesting. There is scenes, there is stuff from Dance of Dragons still in here as well. Yes, there is. Um, and I think there's even stuff from like in this season, I think we're gonna get everything that we missed from from uh, Crows and Dragons and some new stuff is probably what's going to be most of the season. Littlefinger started the War of the Five Kings to increase his power. That's some evil shit. Now it ends with hype. Yes, we have one last thing to talk about here. So back at Castle Black. Oh, let's take our caller first. We got about uh, two minutes before our, yeah. before the phone line ends for a second. So welcome, caller. What's, what's going on? Hi. Hey, what's going on, caller? What's your question? Hey, my uh, question is a two-parter one. Um... This is for anybody. Uh, the top three characters um, that I think are the most dangerous on the show is Euron, uh, Littlefinger, and Varys to a certain extent because seconds. of their networks, and um, Euron because, you know, it's Euron. And do you agree? And my second part of the question is, I was actually thinking, Danny does have a castle. It storms in through a... Um, one of her descendants, I think, married a Baratheon. Isn't that true? Or I think it was um, Preston said it, or it was you, Carmine, who said it. Is what do you think about that, Car- Carmine? What do you have to say about what the caller said? Good call, my friend. Sixty seconds. <laughs> it was definitely Preston who said that. Just... Um, but uh, originally, <laughs> no, nah, the Storm's End is strictly a Baratheon right, castle. Here. It has been for like it's centuries. So. I think Danny's uh, castle, if she would, were to have one, one one base of operations would probably be Dragonstone. Dragonstone, That's yeah. where she was born, right? Yeah, that that is where uh, she yeah. was born. Theoretically, yeah, that is where she was born. I guess they're kind of all Danny's castles, right? Pretty much, yeah. Ooh. Like they're like if 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 Storm's End is hers because you well, know it was, concerned. and yeah. then King's Landing is hers and. Dragonstone is hers, and if those are hers, then, well, just everything is hers because she's queen of the fucking world. Horn of Winter is coming. They would have started. Dragonstone is a sweet-ass castle. Best part was the giant slamming that dude into the wall. We're in the builder made storms end, says someone in the chat. Let's go over to the other chat room for one second and clear the deck. Favorite favorite castle. Uh, Carmine, do you have a favorite castle in in all of Westeros? Um, Theory Castle. They're all pretty cool. I I really like. Uh, I really do like Storm's End because I think personally it has a really cool design. Uh, Sunspear kind of reminds me of the uh, palace in Aladdin. I really like Storm's Lands and Casterly Rock. It's actually built into the rock. Yeah, that's cool. I'm gonna have to say if I have a favorite castle, it would probably be Harrenhal, just because it's so big and mysterious, and I want to know more about Curse, it. Man. Who doesn't want a castle that's been partially melted by nah, dragonfire? I'll take I'll take that's fucking awesome. Eerie, the castle in the fucking skies. I'll be like, oh, those are cool. Too. Yeah, I mean, come on. Oh, the, you want to throw people? You want to throw people out the moon? Cells and shit, Moog. <laughs> Joe, you're yeah, you're wanting to throw people off the out the moon door and stuff like that. Yeah. One one plus four. Make them fly, mummy. <laughs> make the make the poor man fly, mummy. It has to do. Make the little man fly. So I need. Child. Oh, I need to call back into the phone line. Give me one second, guys, and I will be able to get the uh, get the phone lines back up. So okay, so our next scene here is. Well, I'll take Casterly Rock five hundred years ago. <laughs> Mm. Ooh. 
Not bad, Joe. Why? So you can get all the gold? <laughs> the fucking gold. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like it, Joe. I like I like, where I like where your I like where your head is at. Your important instructions. Play in the long game. Since it appears you're calling back into a live show, we are reconnecting you now. What are you talking about? Sorry, guys. Again, that's the new phone system, and I'm still uh, I'm still figuring it out. So, yes, now officially the phone lines are back open. So if anyone got booted out, I am really sorry. So back. The twins are pretty sweet too. Yeah, the twins are pretty sweet too. As mm -hmm. people should. Mm -hmm. The bastard Dragonstone has described the books as incredible. Tough question. Gothic. Uh, so yeah. le let's continue and talk about this last scene. Davos and Mel are speaking at the fireplace. <laughs> uh, Mel is sulking, and uh, Davos is more polite to Mel in this scene than he's ever been in his life. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just here to tell you, he's kind of building her back up, Buttercup here, and he goes, uh, uh, "Do you know? Uh, do you know any magic? Have you ever brought anyone back? Can you do that? Do you have that power? Have you seen that?" And Melisandre, Melisandre just has this like, "Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, the priestess, huh? I have it." And Davos yeah, says, "Well, try now." You, I saw you drink poison. I saw you give birth to shadow babies. Uh, Mel says, I saw victories in flames. I knew I was wrong. Davos says, I've seen you do extraordinary things. Fuck all of them. I don't care about your god shit. It's fucking bullshit. I'm not asking the Lord of Light for anything. I'm asking you, the person that made me believe in miracles, that the real person that's sitting right in that front of me. The birth shadow The birth fucking, fucking shadow babies to fucking try to get Jon Snow to come back to life. It, do you believe it? Yeah. Do you believe in miracles? Yes, I believe in miracles. So basically, she's asking Miracle to bring away. <laughs> Miracle away. So next scene, we see Jon's body laid out as Mel starts washing his body. And all you Jon Snow people out there that like Jon Snow's Kid Harrington's sexy body get a get a good glance at it now. They really they sponge bath him here. Mel yeah. Melisandre's enjoying every moment, and she's cleaning up his cuts. She cuts his hair. Don't touch Jon Snow's hair. Yeah, freak out. <laughs> Throws that shit in the fire. Mel puts her hands up right above Jon's chest, and she begins reciting something in Valerian. It's very tense. And if I didn't know what was, and if I didn't have this spoiled, <laughs> stop, stop quoting Joe. Stop Joe. Stop quoting "Hello Again" with uh, with Shelley Long. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was Monty Python. Oh, okay, whatever. Same difference. So, uh, so, so uh, she keeps going, uh, and uh, she she's just not confident. He's very wet. Davos and Torment are watching her get wet. I mean, watching this whole situation. Ghost is all there too. Mel keeps chanting, but nothing happens. She eventually ends up starting begging to her god, and I think this scene was done exceptionally well. If I didn't know what was coming, because I'm an asshole and I read spoilers, because I chose to read spoilers. If I didn't read those spoilers, I would have fucking been so shocked by that. Not shocked by it, no, but no, I would have no, really. Nicto plecto necktie miracle <laughs> joe joe miracle so uh so she keeps begging the uh red god and still nothing happens this gets intense and uh everything's my heart's beating even though i knew what was gonna happen my heart was still fucking beating i can't lie i was still getting intense and getting affected by it and then we get this this moment where she's just like fuck it come back to life Jon snow do it help me Please, please, Jon Snow. 
She begs him. She even begged it. <laughs> she throws it with cherries on top right yeah, at the yeah. end. <laughs> and then Ed and Tormund are all looking around. They just all seem defeated. They all leave the room one at a time. Davos and Mel stay a little bit longer. Then Mel leaves eventually. And uh, Davos stays behind, looks at the body closely, then finally leaves feeling all defeated. Ghost remains with John's body, laid out near his feet. The scenes from above John's body and Ghost, nothing happens. Finally, Ghost's head uh, steps up, goes, what? What's going on? And then his ears pick up, per perk up. The camera's above John's eyes. And then suddenly he gasps six <gasps> times. <gasps> Black screen. It's over. John Snow's alive. Now, Carmine, I know you read it. I know you read it beforehand, but a but trying to look at the scene, how do you think the scene? This color was came back too. How do you think that scene was done, Carmine? Which scene? The one where John Snow comes back? Yeah, John Snow coming back. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I still um, I hate to bring this to Star Trek, but uh, how can he how can he be alive and form coherent words? I mean, he's been dead for like 24 hours, yeah. so shouldn't like his brain cells be all gone or something? The brain. He's right. No, he was frozen. Yeah, I was thinking. Maybe oh they... yeah, good cop out there. I like that. He was frozen. It was carbonized. His fucking crawled up there, man. Why did you explain Captain Kirk uh, coming back alive that's in a Star good, Trek? That's uh, a good question. But no, to to take it like another. Like came back, he was like, Ugh. to take it another step further to to back up your point. We can even go to the Princess Pride for empirical evidence. When you're mostly dead for a while, you you, need, you at least shouldn't be able to move or something like that. He was mostly dead. Let's take a call. He said to blame. To blame, <laughs> to blame, which we all know means. So let's take a, let's take a, we're going to take a couple more calls if anyone wants to call in uh, before we call it an evening. Everyone, thank you so much for joining us. And then I'm going to clear out the chat as well. But let's take, we take this call right here first. Welcome to the show, caller. How's it going? <laughs> Are you good, good, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Welcome. Hey, hey, a uh, big fan of the show. Uh, I got into it uh, with your Viking reviews, and uh, I appreciate nice. those are the best ones out there. Oh, uh, thank I really you, like my that friend. Show. Uh, but uh, anyways, is it just me, or did you guys notice a, a bully theme on this episode? You know, not once, but twice, did they show some big hulking guy slam some little dude in the wall, you know? It was kind of mm -hmm. fucked up. Well, one one got shot but, in the uh, neck. Come on. Yeah, no, there's yeah, rest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, okay, that one was justified, I suppose. Yeah, okay, I'll give, I'll give you that. And the other dude was pissing but, uh, on the wall in town. Oh. Like, you don't piss on my house and smack your head off the oh, wall. That's the mouse. <laughs> no, I can't defend that one. <laughs> <laughs> the first one, man, that dude that shot was him. <laughs> Caller, call do you have anything I, I, else? I'm sorry, uh, I had one more thing. Uh, um, just on, on the Melisandre part where she was resurrecting Jon Snow, I just, I felt like uh, she could have got a little more into the spell, like, the spell wasn't that badass. Like she could have raised her voice a little bit and been like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh!" Maybe I agree completely on that one. The table could have levitated a little bit, or necklace could have uh, lightened Whoa. up, or something. Yeah. I yeah, needed more. Good, good, good right. call. Very good call, my friend. Let's take one more call here. You, I think, are going to be the last caller of the night. Area code eight hundred three. Whoa! Oh, wait, wait. Are you on the air now? Welcome to the show. Hello. Um, that scene with uh, Davos and Melisandre and Giant Thane over John's body. You guys not? Did you guys not get an idea that Davos was starting to get the face at the same time Melisandre was losing it? Whoa! Very, very interesting. And, and, 
and it's actually Davos, something in, inherent to him and his belief in John as being a, a game changer is precisely what brought John back because before John opened his eyes, the last person in the room was Davos. Am I incorrect? No, no, you're definitely not incorrect. And I, I like where your head's going that maybe maybe it wasn't Melisandre. It was Davos's faith in Melisandre that actually brought him back. I, I definitely like where you're going with that. We got a couple more callers on the line. Let's, let's clear the decks here before we call it an evening. Uh, so 262, welcome caller. <laughs> Detroit. Hey guys. Welcome. How's it going? Good. Um, just wanted to say, like, Carmine brought me here and I love you, but you guys are awesome. Um, Thank I you. wanted to know why they didn't tell Davos about Shireen. Good question. Uh, my question, my I have a my question back to you, or my question in general, and I guess I'll bring this to Carmine. Uh who would tell Davos? Who knows about what happened to Shireen that could possibly tell Davos? Is there anyone out there? No, they all they all got run down. Um, they, it was Calvary. I mean, <laughs> they all got all the Baratheon soldiers got mowed down, and if they didn't, the cold will get them. However, yeah. don't you remember that? Before Stannis sent Davos off, he sent Davos with like a contingency of men, like maybe two or four guys were supposed to be there with Davos. Where are those Baratheon soldiers? Yeah, that's a good question. That is a very good question. Holy and shit. Not only that, the only person that could tell Davos about Shireen is Melisandre. And you think she would? No. No, definitely not. And Josh in the uh in the uh Discord group, how dare you put photos like that of Sansa in there? That that's distracting me during the show. If you see me go, you <laughs> asshole for putting it in the best possible way. Thank you. So much awesome stuff. Share them back. Some awesome stuff was going in the chat right now. Uh who would tell Davos about Shireen? Says Joe Madden, great call. Mel is the only one. Mel ain't telling. Uh Davos is under the pressure that Shireen died. Uh <laughs> Carmine gets all the bad pussy. Davos becomes a convert. Tyrion is a Targaryen, hot-footed, left my ass up, Phil. Uh, we got another caller. Let's bring up, let's bring this other caller into the show right now. Welcome to the show, caller. How's it going? Hello? Are is you... it me? Hello? Yes, yes, it is you. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, check it out. Hey, so I love the episode. Loved it. But there was only one thing that, that kind of got to me. I hope nobody hates that. No, do it. Do it. All right, well, I love the fact that Jon Snow is back, but it felt a little frumpy. It felt like Davos was like, hey, the hero of the story is dead. Let's go try to resurrect him instead of some big what-the-fuck moment where, you know, he comes up from a fire or some magic resurrects him in front of an entire crew of people not expecting to see it. It was just, hey, the hero's dead. Let's go get him back. Yeah. You know, that kind of bothered yeah. me a little bit. No, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying there. I think it was, I think the problem, not the problem, but everyone in the universe knew Jon Snow was coming back. So they, it was just a matter of doing wow. it and how and why. And I agree that in the sense it's, it was almost like within the scene, the subtext of the scene is, we all know John's coming back, so let's just yeah. cut the shit and get to it. it the, the hero needs mm -hmm. to come back. So I, I definitely see what you're saying, caller, and uh, and definitely makes a ton. It of was sense. a little lackluster. I, I agree with that. That it was a little lackluster. I don't think I it was lackluster. Emily's I don't... version of how it should have happened. Best. Yeah. Oh. No. I, yeah. Emily. Emily's definitely good. I'm not sure if I call it lackluster, but I see what you're saying, Joe. Let's take another call. Uh, Eric code seven eight five. Welcome, caller. Hi, I uh, just had a quick question. Uh, since Jon Snow was brought back by the Lord of Light, does that mean he can set his uh, sword on fire like Beric Dondarrion does? Okay, yeah, that, that, I know a couple people have been asking that question. Carmine, what do you think about that? Will Jon Snow get the power of lightsaber? 
Um. <laughs> well, Barrett. Uh, I, I, that I don't know. That's actually a good question. I, I don't know. I would hope so, because that would probably make him more badass. But he already has a Valyrian steel sword. I mean, does it really need? Does it need to be on fire? I think it'd be a little too OP. Yeah, over, overkill. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah, and even, even there's a, there's a point when Ned and and Rob and Robert Baratheon are talking, I believe, and they actually talk about Barrick and his flaming sword at that some, uh, at some <clears> tournament <throat> they were at many, many years ago when they were younger. There's mention of it also in the books multiple times, and that it, it is just a trick, and that mm. he does that shit. And did we was he at the, the tournament in season one, and didn't we see him with his flaming sword at that tournament? I'm not mm. sure. The mountain. No, no, he was at the tournament. He just makes a cameo when uh, Ned calls for Tywin's arrest. Yeah, okay. He just makes a cameo. Yeah, just right. And, and, but uh, so he he, it wasn't him coming back that allows him to light his sword on fire. I think that's why Thoros of Mir started take like. You know, bringing him back was because it kind of he already had that going for him, mm -hmm. that Azora High kind of sword on fire symbolic. shit. Yeah. It so was very symbolic. He's at the tournament in the book. Figures. It's Thoris's sword or that Thanks ride, Danny. Fuck your dragons. You never know who's reborn. I get the feeling Bram was really attracted to Lyanna. Oh, fucking David, awesome in melee. Yeah, that was OP in melee. Uh, Wildfire Thoris, uh, Longclaw is already a light bringer. Uh, I I saw funny. Yeah, and Ned's casting, but now it ends. Delivery was off. I know that's really nitpicky. Was probably my favorite line in the books uh, that the Ned line read was a little bit off. What'd you guys think of? Uh, go to Carmine first. What'd you think of the young Ned Stark casting? I thought it was good. I I, I did like the flashback and the vision scenes. I I do like it. I, yeah. I but I just want to see more of it though. I just don't want it to be just be like like a one time thing. Yeah. I want to see more of young Ned. I want to see more of young Robert Baratheon if we get a chance to see that. Yeah. I want to see why Hodor just just says Hodor the fucking time. Yeah. I really just want to see more of it, but I did like it though. I thought it was good. Will we see the Brotherhood without banners again? Someone asked in the chat. I think because we're what's his name has been said he's in the season uh uh, Thoris. Thoris, Thoris is in this season, so I assume we're going to see the Brotherhood again this season. I think this will be, if we're to see them, it's this season when we get into the Riverlands in the back back end of this season, which it seems like they're going to be heading towards. Big J says, Joe Dirty Locks is a fucking Adonis. I'd bang him. <laughs> Big J just, yeah. Big J needed to. Big J needed to say. That. I think that. I think that's a good place to leave. Liana is a filthy. Mm, that's beautiful. J Jab yeah. says Liana is a filthy slut who craves Targaryen cock. Or I added cock. It's dick. Young Robert, Robert Baratheon kicking ass would be great. Bran, yes, I want to see more of Bran. Says people, and I think good. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, that is a good enough place as any to call it an, an evening. Everybody, thank you so much for it joining us bullshit. tonight. If you have not, Joe's like, I'm not done yet. If you have not already and you enjoyed this video, please hit that like button. Please hit the subscribe button. Please head over to Red Team Review and subscribe to Carmine's channel and check out his review that will be out in sometime over the next day mm -hmm. or so. Make sure you check out his review. And, and another huge thank you to you, Carmine, for joining us. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to get Carmine a couple more times over the season of and uh, get his ass here uh, every week if he fucking oh, yeah. wants to. But uh, and the rest of him. Yes. Yeah, so uh, mm -hmm. everybody, mm -hmm. thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to the fucking chat. You guys are so fucking awesome. It was really awesome. All you callers uh, were really excellent tonight. Brought some really cool stuff. But also, I do want to mention that we're do if we're going to be doing a feedback show oh. with uh, Joe and Kate. So. If you guys want to get in uh, voicemails for the feedback show, let me get put this. Uh, I got something to put up here on the screen. Where is it? So this is the number for the feedback show. 
check this out right here. You can put ah, vo- voicemails and text at 781-990-8509. Probably do the feedback show on Wednesday or Thursday or possibly Friday sometime late in the week. So if you want to get your voicemails and texts in for our voicemail and feedback show, 781-990-8509. Call that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Leave your comments, leave your responses. And also, whenever you're watching this video, jump in the comment section, and we will try to reply during the week. We'll try to get to as many comments as we possibly can. As I said, also, make sure you subscribe to Carmine's channel. Make sure you subscribe here for Game of Thrones content all season long. Huge thanks to everyone that was listening, and uh, we will talk to you guys next time have a good night everybody thank you thank you very much peace Bless you all. Bye. So what type of woman is for me and you? We love all of you. Night, everybody. Welcome, you found the secret message at the end of the podcast. Thank you so much, audio people, for checking this out and listening to all the audio podcasts. It means so much to us that you're downloading or audio streaming our live audio cast just as much as you were checking us out live. You can tweet me at igetissuesman at gmail.com. Uh, follow Joe at Dirty Locks. Let us know if you're listening to the audio cast. We'd love to hear about that. Uh, give us a 
hashtag Joe Love or something like that and send it our way so we know you're listening to the audio cast and you heard the secret little message. Thank you guys so much for doing this. We really appreciate it and can't send you guys enough thanks. Talk to you guys all soon. Oh, yes, and if you want to leave any comments or questions for the voicemail podcast or the feedback show, 781-990-8509. You can leave messages, text that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Leave your feedback and we'll be getting to that on the other show. So thank you, everybody, and have a great week. We'll talk to you next time.